0: youtube and a fucking library is the best teacher that you can get there no one had that back in the day
1: it's difficult for like you're with i think anybody trying to start something is finding somebody on board that understands the mission the yeah the, the shit fucking side of everything of the the, the profit losses month to month to month but i could fall asleep at seven o'clock and wake
2: up at five six o'clock in the morning and be fine and go about my day and for the first time in my life i had like a lot of sleepless nights
0: you guys do again completely separate businesses but Mm -hmm. i think it's cool and the reason why i was super open to have you guys on the same time because normally what i do is i separate it but Uh You guys probably get a feed off each other. Mm-hmm. You get to motivate each other. You get to help each other. Big time.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Understanding, oh, yeah. you know, having somebody by your side. Yeah, maybe you don't do the same shit, but like having a homie that's going through the dirt with you and doing the same grind that you are is is impactful. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, even like I mean, you had talked about previously about like the crane stuff and like the CDL and like that kind of stuff. Him doing that, where mm-hmm. he obviously does the more business side of it, so I learned a lot of that as well. But um, yeah, I can kind of. Drive with him dealing with like some drivers and like kind of what he has to deal with. Yeah. I was going to say, you you
0: probably do a little bit more shit than you do
1: as far as like
0: consumers
2: like drivers. Yeah. Like I really downsized this past year. So I went from, um, I went from just me and then I went from me to four trucks, four trailers, four drivers in just about three years. Yeah and uh so you scaled back yeah i yeah i scaled back for numerous reasons okay but, we're gonna get into that yeah
0: pause yep because they need to know what you do everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah for sure so
0: you you obviously you own a trucking company mm-hmm. okay
2: still own one but it's just me now you, you yeah. own
0: a trucking company yep. and it's just you now you're yep. you're doing it you you did at one point have probably a team and mm-hmm. you scaled back mm-hmm. and you own nora's barbecue yeah right so, you are, from what I can see, or from what the, my, the outsider's perspective is, is you do everything from, like, meal planning for people to, yep. but, yeah. like, not just your average meal plan. you guys. Like, this is, like, some good old fucking cooked meat. Like, it doesn't, like, you see the, like, package shit? Gourmet shit. Like, that, <laughs> like, every time you make a post, bro, my mouth is fucking watering. Oh, it's And good. I'm not just saying that, like.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. It's it's, it's, good. Bomb. It's, in, it's
0: intense. Yeah, it's good. So tell us about how did you get started into that and, uh, you know, a little bit on your journey from, from starting into like cranes and, and going into where you are today. I think that's really cool.
1: So real quick before like getting into like the crane stuff too, it was before that when even out of high school, I was super thin and then I got into like the car world and then I just was fucking fat. I was like <laughs> 270, 280, like somewhere in that realm. Blunt. And I was fucking took, fat. I took, hey. you know, basically a break from school and was just in live my best life a little bit too good. Yeah. And, uh, I wanted to go back to school. So I got into a fire science program for PCC or through PCC and you, you couldn't be fat doing that. So I, uh, about the time I started getting into grilling, um, is when I started looking into like dieting and all that stuff. And then I tried different diets. I did the keto diet was the first one that I started. And, my body responded to it really well, but it wasn't really a long-term thing for me. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of figured out what what worked long-term and yeah, I just was grilling all my food. And I think a lot of it too was like my first house that I bought was no AC in it. So I was trying to do everything that I could to not keep any heat in the house, mm-hmm. especially in the summertime. And yeah, just I could just grill whatever... Whatever I could, just put pans in there and basically make it a, a flat top and just do like veggies and stuff. It's what I do now, obviously now I've gotten like a lot better at it. But um yeah, I continued that for a long time. I got into powerlifting, ended up doing that. Uh I ended up dropping out of college and getting Bro, back, that's okay. so did I. Getting and getting back into the workforce and then I got thrown on a um basically a big crane and doing the same thing, like still cooking, still getting strong and still like I I got bit by like the the lifting bug pretty hard for sure, and just never stopped. Yeah, and when I got we, oh, there's a 270 of us that got laid off from that first like crane. It was Everaz <laughs> Oregon Steel over in Portland. Okay, big steel mill. You know, you're just a number there. And I was really good at running the crane there. And so from there, I was like, well, let's see where I can take this whole crane gig. You know, and I went and looked into like the West coast training and the local schools and got my CDL and crane licenses. And then I got into like the residential stuff of um, basically just crane operating and did that for a while and still had to, had to cook and eat really well, you know, trying to like maintain it's something a tough industry, bro. It, totally. It is. And uh, then I got into like the union and that was when shit kind of got wild when yeah. I, I didn't realize getting into like that world how much traveling it is and i i really liked it but the thing is you're in these remote places where there's nothing there mm-hmm. at all whether it's arlington i mean you'll if you go out <laughs> further like tri-cities <laughs> may have some stuff like taco trucks everywhere you know but ag- again with <laughs> sorry it's my fucking speaker <laughs> ag- again with like w- what is available <clears throat> out there and you know nobody wants to keep eating up their per diem i mean some guys do you know like that that's your thing if you want to go Get fucking it's like that's what's hammered for, yeah. every single day after work. And, hey, that's you, man. But I'm not interested in doing that. So, But there was a few guys that I was on, like, building crayons for a while out in, like, Wasco and doing that stuff. I think that was where I was working for Ness Campbell. Like, I think you said you worked for, for them for a little bit.
0: I did. Right before I started my business. Or I started, joined my wife with her business.
1: And they were also, like, the powerlifting and stuff. And then I started giving them meals. And they saw what I was eating. And then it started, like... On the side, like, giving guys meals and doing that a long time ago.
0: So you just... You you basically... You're out on the field cooking for these boys what? while you guys are all fucking, like, in the middle of nowhere?
1: Yeah, or even if it was, like, pre-planned at that point. Um, just because, like, I was either... I didn't know where we were going, what we were doing. But if they are <laughs> like, hey, we need meals. Cool, I'll just bring them in. and I'll just keep them in the the break room, like, out there, like, the where the mechanic shop is. Yeah. And then it was when I got... My own crane, start doing the boom chuck stuff. Where I'm like taking it home, and I'm like, "Fuck this! Like I'm just gonna take my barbecue, strap it down the front. It's not gonna do, kill uh, any of the, the load weights or anything. I'm not gonna be hauling anything. Like, <laughs> why not? That's fucking rad, bro. <laughs> so that's what it's I did. So and cool. generators like run triggers, no problem. Yeah, you know. And that's that's kind of just how it's how it went for a while, and still still doing it, man. And so, I,
0: go ahead. dude, that's that's uh, I think it's really cool how you. You just like at one point we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I love do like no. I don't know if that's a I know like a popular thing, for for drivers or people in the field to be like, oh, let's take out a fucking grill and we'll just grill out on the job site. Like, fuck pretty it. cool.
1: I've, I've <laughs> seen a rad. couple guys do it. Or um, what's pretty common too is guys that roll around with like truck and trailers. You know where they have their grill with them in there. But it's oh, like, uh-huh. I'm out there with my crane. There's somebody out here who's got a generator somewhere. Hey man. <laughs>
0: Just like, I got my trigger. You, you, you gotta, you
1: gotta
0: just plug, so you know. You got plug like, open. Um, <laughs> that's cool, dude. So then you, you just found a passion in that, and you were like, w- what happened with the crane thing? You just dipped out, and we're like, okay, I'm just going to so, start. Yeah, start cooking, the cooking last, meals or what?
1: I was on um, the last job, and I'm, I don't even care anymore. But I went I went non union yeah. because my union just didn't have shit for any work that was really interesting. there was always the out of town stuff, but you know, I have a five year old, but that stuff just doesn't really work anymore. Nora? Yep. Yep, Norjo. Got it. Yeah, it doesn't really work anymore. So, <clears> got on with the uh, electrical company and they told me like this job was supposed to be an extended period of time uh, and it was really good pay and it was like, yeah, like this made a lot of sense to kind of stick with these guys for a while and then it's what from what the story that I got was a lot of like the permitting was postponed in Portland and it had been multiple times and it How was long just ago is this? it was odd and this was last summer. This is the I had a year, just, year and a half ago, when buy when buy this. is fresh. I like it. When did I buy, did that, I did like I buy that house? Yeah, yeah,
2: it was it was like over a Man. year and a half ago. It was around a year to two years ago, mm-hmm. somewhere in that time span.
1: Nice. Yeah, so did that and um, was doing both for a little while, mm-hmm. just because it was like part time, and then it was like, you know what, fuck this. We're just gonna go legitimate, and I was almost busy enough too where it didn't make sense to even go work for somebody else for certain days. And it, what sucked with the crane stuff is I had a conversation about it. I was like, hey, I'm going to start doing my own thing. Would you guys work around that? And then mm-hmm. they basically were, were saying, like, we have we have our schedule we have to keep, and which I think is bullshit. But <laughs> you have your – just because, like, I know, like, a little bit about the scheduling with, like, road closures and stuff. and Sure. It was that, and then it was the days that I had my daughter where I was like, hey, like, this just doesn't make – doesn't um, – this is just my time where it just doesn't make sense to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the scope of work, but it's the other shit that comes with it. It's out of your, your hands, essentially, you know, where I'd rather be in control of that myself. And then if there's an issue with something that it's on me and not necessarily on, you know, a salesman or for sure, bro. scheduling shit. It's, it's also like there,
0: <clears throat> the crane industry, I don't know if for I know there's got to be some people that watch this uh, that work in the industry. But for those of you who don't, like you usually don't know where you're going until the night before. Yeah, like t- 90% of those
1: calls at 10 PM where it's like pack it back, be in the yard. At yeah. Three 30 hook ready at seven or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, where that's it's more common than,
0: which is like impossible to, to work or live around, let alone, especially so when
1: you have a kiddo, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that was the, the most difficult part. Well, if there was no, nobody else to think about in the equation like that, it would be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's difficult to, you know, keep letting somebody down where it's like, Hey, like, no, I have, I have no sitter for this. Or even like during over COVID, like, yeah, bro. Every and every parent can you know understand that where the, nobody's doing anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Or so, where, where's your is your wife involved, or do you have a wife, or you the no? Mom? I don't
1: have. I'm single. Yeah, single. Have, single
0: yeah. dad. Yep, bro. Props. That's fucking hard. Like I,
1: you know, it's I
0: got I got a I got a great <laughs> wife. You just heard her on the phone. Super and baller. it's Fucking hard, bro. It so is. That's it is. a flex to do what you do for sure. And you're a single dad. From the bottom of my heart, bro. Like, kids are fucking the greatest thing in the world, and I do not regret it, but they are
3: so, so
0: difficult, and you want to give them all the attention in the world, and you want to be this perfect role model, and it's like, doing what you do on your own, that's that's another level, man.
1: It so, is. It's hard, and I think, especially, like, even with Josh sometimes, like, the lack of understanding, because he's not a parent, I get it, <laughs> the lack of understanding, I'll just, yeah. whatever, I can say that. Hey, just, I got dogs bro. Anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> It's, it doesn't really comprehend sometimes. Like, hey man, like in theory, like this mi- would make sense, but it with like time or something, it doesn't make sense. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you and any working f- harder. What do you do? I'm like, dude, I have my <laughs> daughter, man. Like, any free time you do have, what too? is quality time? Goes like, to your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, for yeah
0: sure. You want to put it towards your kids, or yeah. you want to put it towards just like <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's, and then and then you feel like a dick if you don't.
2: Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, I don't have kids, but I definitely understand that, and that's why. As of now, I don't want kids. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I go back and forth. The older I'm I not, get,
0: I'm not, I only say that. I only say that because yeah. there's so many people that say that. No, and for then, sure. Like two years down the road, they mm-hmm. have a baby. They're like this the greatest fucking thing in the world. Why didn't do this yep. ten years ago? You know. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay though. I get it. Yeah. You see, you get to see all your homies and have, have kids.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: But, but I I
1: it's s- oh, go ahead. The, the difference with that, though, when you see your homies and it's like you have a six month old or a five year old, mm-hmm. where it's like. We're homies, but where we're at with like our kids, like older ones don't different. like the fucking the small ones, you no, know, they don't at all. They don't really get along, but what's cool is like your homies have kids
2: now <laughs> and you can hang out with them and then return them. Yeah. I get it, about bro. It, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. 100%. I have, I have to actually surround myself with people that have kids, like being friends with people that don't have kids is hard unless you have a great, good friend you've been with mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. but even like people like Travis, mm-hmm. like. We don't get it. Like, Travis, like, I'm going to go to the bar at night, bro. You know, yeah. I'm going to go here. It's like, like, yeah, you can like, do
2: that, but you don't want to do that. Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, I'll,
0: uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, I just can't, bro. I got to <laughs> yeah. go home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I got shit to do. Yeah. But, no, that's cool, man. That's uh, props, props. Yeah. But and uh, you even named the business after. And
1: know? that was so, it was with Dallas and Ty, actually, where we just sat there with, um I don't remember the designer's Adam. name. Yeah. He's and we were looking gangster, at, dude. we were looking at like the, just the do, the domain, like cost of like the websites and it was like two grand just mm-hmm. for like, wasn't owned by anybody. And it's like, whatever they deemed it being worth. And it's like, that was Barry's barbecue. That was the initial, like, yeah, like that's very cliche, but sure. like that works. And, but it was almost 2000 bucks for just the website. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> I can't it, afford it, that. In, in doubt. Well, that's in a hustle Dallas. right there in itself, actually. <laughs> You're talking about buying the domain
2: name? Like people will go and purchase, like just make random names Mm -hmm. and then they own that domain. And then like something like Nick, when he's trying to do Barry's barbecue, will get online and be like, oh, I want Barry's barbecue. And then it's like, oh, this person owns it. Now you have to go buy it off that person
1: so they could release the interest for you to have that website. But we, the issue with that is it wasn't like owned by anybody. Even Dallas much. was puzzled. He was like it shouldn't have been.
0: Same thing with this. I tried to do f- like failure pod or failure podcast mm-hmm. on my website mm-hmm. and it was like 2G's. Huh. Same thing. Yeah. Cuz somebody like somebody owned it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. So yeah like, that's what yeah. I ended up going with fail fail uh
2: failurecast.com
0: mm-hmm. or
2: something like that mm-hmm.
0: or failcast. I think it's failurecast. But oh, <laughs> I want to say
2: I'm pretty sure like I think Tesla was one big one it was like hundreds of thousands oh, right. of dollars Elon, Elon Musk this. paid for it
0: yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for the rents of it he like knocked on the dude's door yeah and the first time and the guy <laughs> was like get a no like, yeah. i don't want it <laughs> he and he's was... like coming back like a week later and he's like listen man it's i'll give mine. you a million dollars for yeah. this right now and the guy's like
1: all right deal <laughs> just on <laughs> just on principle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope i got
2: big plans for this
1: but yeah and then i just said like what about nora Joes? and they all we just it was a quick vote and it was dirt cheap and it was like fuck it we'll just we'll just run with it you oh, know nice. and that's just kind of what we built like the, the logo and stuff off of and yeah that's that's, that's <laughs> one of my
0: favorite parts about building a brand is is it, i think it's one of the most difficult parts about building a brand but in that process you like kind of get these this the real excitement starts when you find something that you're like oh i really like that uh-huh. you know like that logo i had like 10 different versions this logo had like 10 different versions and i was just like you find one that sticks and you're like that's the fucking one mm-hmm. it's gotta be that you know and then you really realize you can build stuff around that and that's that's fun for me i enjoy that part
1: Our branding's fun it is yeah and that, that was when i was i was not sleeping at all i was just i was building menus online i was using different you know thank god generators and everything it and took
2: forever <laughs> We were going to the gym and he's like, dude, I got all these people. I just need to make a menu. And every time we're at the gym, I'm like, go home. What are you doing today? He's like, just, you know, I don't co- know. cooking some meals or not. That much, was like but, the
1: beginning, like, yeah. you're licensed and ready to go. And yeah. it was just like
2: And I was like, dude, go home couple and guys, make the menu. The,
1: the initial, like i just being like Vegas, hey, I'm, I'm selling barbecue now. And it was the way it was dumb. Right. It was like
0: It was like, I don't want know. me.
1: No, it was like everybody was wanting everything and they were asking me prices and this and I'm like fuck I don't have Use I don't have a cheat structure. sheet. Yeah, there was again, yeah, there was just <clears throat> nothing there. It's like fuck. Well, now I better start figuring out weights, figuring out costs and like it was just figure this shit out in like a week and then I'm trying to wrap my head around <clears throat>
0: around your growth and kind of the process in which you did it and I feel like a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have a great product and you didn't fucking bring any with you, bro. <laughs> I'm and I'm sorry. Honestly, that's what it is. The more that you talk about this, the honestly. more I'm, my mouth is fucking watering.
1: Bro. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> good cool. well, so shit. Shit. A lot of people like I like I have a, a knife sponsor and stuff, and I was doing barbecue pretty seriously before. Like you can see some of my posts, too, where I'm like gold fucking flake tomahawks, you know, or yeah. not selling just because. that because just because where it's like I was I really like the photo stuff of it too, where just a shot off my iPhone with. Some a little bit of editing here and there mm-hmm. and uh that guy's getting you, bro. <laughs> um <laughs> swallow it. <laughs> to miss your dog in his ass. But just I think I had a good following because of that, and everybody was like, Man, I wanna come over and do and like hang out, we should do barbecue sometime. And I would host like big parties here and there, you mm-hmm. know, where people would come over and do that. And I think having such good friends too that were like shouting my stuff out there, that really helped a ton that's you know, cool
0: dude yeah because you have a pretty good you have a pretty good presence on social media there's and that's hard to do for i think just f- any food in general yeah like i know how long it took us to get our page to where it's at right now especially
1: like i think for me to even go above that where i my weak point is like reels yeah like the editing with reels you see that's like the way to grow or whatever and whatever you want to say the algorithm is or not you know like it's still something that you should have in your as it's like a foodie you should have it in your pocket. And I just don't have it right now. I just don't have the time to to work on the editing of that stuff where it's like a picture and I I'm a little bit different with like actually shooting the food being cooked. Like I don't I don't see any other meal prep companies showing you how their shit's actually cooked or yeah. what they what it is, you know what I mean? No, no, no. The cheap bottom round stuff, you know, this their Angus, which is just the quality, you know.
0: I think for you, if if because like, reels are reels are really fucking tough, bro like I'm, yeah you can only show the same thing so many times before it loses its interest mm-hmm. before it loses like like i've done the same fucking reel where you like
1: make the drink empty and then it appears <laughs> and you're just, you know yeah. it's like a bam mm-hmm. and but or the i always see like not the like hey, on like the coffee shops but like it's always the boomerang always the boomerang boomerang okay boomerang, I don't use that boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. that's it's like that's that's
0: that was like a one and done it for me. It's I can't white do it. Right it there. is for sure. It is. But Cheers. I agree with you. There's definitely. I think something t- that to remember though is putting. You're putting something out there. Yeah, and that's half of it, bro. And
1: that's and that's the. You're 100 percent right. Where I make sure because I I can feel the when I say that it's like when I post something, you're putting that in front of somebody who was interested, mm-hmm. but life gets busy, you know. And then once they see that again, it's. It's like literally throwing a fishing line out there and it just hooks yep. hard. Yeah. And, and that's I that's th- what it is where I make sure I'm not posting the same thing, whether it's the more, the nicer quality like barbecues versus some, you know, chicken and green beans and broccoli, you know, where it's like, oh, like this is actually a nice quality you and your wife's anniversary dinner kind of thing versus mm-hmm. just the meal prep stuff. Because I'm not going to sit there and post the same, the, the that same, <clears throat> sorry my oh, wow. bad. I'm not going to post the same like chicken every single time, you know, or like you'll see in some of my captions where I was like the cod where it's, it's hard to present that kind of stuff, you know, where it's not <laughs> anything.
2: <I can't>. <laughs> 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 fucking that, bro. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying. Yeah, to fucking... I'm trying too. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. This happened say...
0: once before. And we obviously like this, this might look bad because it's literally just right here. They they're not fucking anywhere else. It's all and that for body some reason thrown
2: off. God, fuck. We'll we fucking get it. At some point just right eventually,
0: now. <clears throat> he's gonna fucking die. Can I have one of these? Yes, bro. Please do. Please.
1: Do you not drink? I drink. You do. He just yeah. doesn't. Are he's you gonna, gonna have
2: a beer? beer? You gonna crack a beer? I'm on not right now. Maybe yeah. a little yeah. bit. Well. He's not really a big beer drinker. Dude, I it's all get it, I'll get sample it, stuff get all day long. Like get it. Fuck. Did he get ran? no I think he got away. He'll be back. Dude, it's,
0: that's got to be fucking unreal as a as a fly, bro. Like, you ever see those videos how, like, they just... <laughs> no, think about that, though. This motherfucker, they're I have a good things. swing, bro. Yeah,
2: and they that's still do Yeah, no, I feel it. And you no matter
1: a... what you're doing, they're just... You know what I should have brought? You know what I do have? I have one of those bug assault guns. I was those just about to say, you dude, need to get on Amazon. But they, again. I didn't realize throw, how much they just throw salt everywhere where it's just a okay. fucking mess. Yeah. I don't I know. Think it
0: sounds like it'd be worth it right one now. One and
1: done. Yeah. <laughs> we should have been done with it 20 minutes ago. Okay.
0: So talk to me about your, the, the structuring the business was a challenge because you, you were just like, you had all these people coming at you. Kind of like what I was describing earlier, where you, you kind of grow too fast. And then you'd realize you're like, you got to do something. Yeah. So, I,
1: it was a, a pretty hard, and wouldn't say hard, but the management of like trying to grasp it and fig- gr- and figure out like what, what's the best things to market and not have this absurd menu that's manageable for, to start with essentially. Right. And,
0: and what was your, did you have a goal? Did you have a plan? <laughs> did you have like anything or were you just like, at what point did you say, okay, I want to structure the business in this way so that it can grow? Or did you, were you just going like, I'm just going to sell to whoever wants to do it and like.
1: Was there structure? Uh, a you lot of it was after it. a lot of it was just trying to figure out how to gain the volume. Just because when you look at the price of stuff and you are operating on whatever percentage you are, like you look at it from a, a growth standpoint of how much volume you need. And I, for me, it was like okay, more cook space mm-hmm. where I want to be able to prep so much. And I tried to live everything hot. Is if if the customer is available for when it's done, I will send a driver and it'll be there hot. Which again, you don't see people doing that. Do you, do you? Uh, I mean, ask this guy. I've, hot meals,
2: legit, like hot meals.
1: And you do that for multiple people? Yeah, I do. That's I a do, lot, bro. I do, yeah, I do yeah, as a driver. Yeah, I do a, deliver- a decent bit of. I did nine hundred and eighty meals April. That's a lot, dude. Yeah, like I do some weeks, or yeah, some weeks are pretty excessive. And then now, when and I are you the only cook still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. In, a, lot. a lot of it is, the cooking is, it's the prep time. It's prepping mm-hmm. everything and weighing everything. And that's where, like, the... you can I can be more efficient if I had somebody else that was there with me all the time to, like, line that out. Where it's like, okay, here's a cheat sheet. This is what things need to be weighing. And this person requested six-ounce portions, eight-ounce portions, or whatever. And then understanding what that looks like, per, like before you cook it. Because some stuff is... You have to buy so much to right. get your end goal. Where like and Yukons are like fifty percent of the water gets cooked out of it. You don't have you don't have a storefront, right? Just internet. So I have a backyard kitchen, if you want to say, with all stainless steel stuff. I have fridges and all my barbecues are all out there. My sinks and at everything. your house. It's completely separate. Yeah, that's fucking cool, dude. That would be dope. <clears> you like wake up, and you're like, I'm go cook some shit. Well, and <clears throat> it is especially when you get <clears throat> back to like the quality of time where mm-hmm. I'm not having to like be anywhere, drive somewhere. Yeah with all that. So it's a nice hangout too. Did you have all the shit from the get-go? Uh, so I think I had I had two two big sized smokers and a, I want to say a half at the time when I started,
2: okay. and
1: then I met with Max those out quick and I was like, well, I got room for more. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go get more, and it's nice. And I thought about getting like a really big, not just like an offset, but you can get big like pellet smokers too that are like. Excessive. The issue with that is, I cook a lot of stuff at different temperatures all the time. Mm-hmm. Or if you get like the cross contamination, like you don't want to put chicken obviously above vegetables while it's cooking and stuff right. like that, because that's it's, everything gets stacked when you get like the bigger stuff. So having so many different vessels, if you want to say, mm-hmm. at different temperatures, it, it really does become really nice.
0: Yeah. And it allows you to be probably different than the, do you like, do you have competitors in the industry?
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't look at anybody when I when I say that. It's not like an ignorant thing. It's I love what I cook. People love what I cook. I think everything that is going on with the price and everything is where it needs to be. Yeah. And somebody could be more expensive or cheaper, and they could be making more money. But I, this is where I'm happy with what my customers are getting for the price. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is, it's not like a greedy thing at all. Like this is where it needs to be. And have you found <clears> that like people? I'm so, I have so many. So I'm just spit firing here because I got Go for so it, much in yeah. my brain
0: and so many questions, but. Have you, uh, like, are your customers typically long-term customers or do you find that they, like, do one or two weeks and they're like, mm. And that's, like.
1: No, it, it, it's all over the board. I've had people just try it out or, you know, some people, it is you're paying more money than you would at the store for the convenience. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can't
2: separate. That.
1: Yeah, they can't justify that. They can't, like, swallow it. Yeah. But I think a lot of them should look at their bank statements. For sure, yeah. and look at the last no, like the just that we conversation. no, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: and the time, bro, the time totally. it takes for you, like you don't realize, like <laughs> I don't know if you guys do this at all, but my wife and I often, oh, for yeah. the amount of time it takes for us to go to the store, to buy the the shit, to to cook the shit, to do the dishes, to do all that, like how much time did but, yeah. you, you just spent four hours making yeah. some fucking top ramen what's your you time worth
1: I mean? and then your time that's quality away from your family is not there anymore yeah you the know, one, and that's i think there's a lot of people too that i've had that don't are unfamiliar with the idea of these prepped meals and have a lot of questions And there's always going to be um like me having to explain that which is fine um i have no i love like you i love doing customer service like i love talking to people and a lot of what right. i do is in person like at the gym you know like i have advertisements in gyms and stuff too and I get a lot of business from that or people that come up to me, I have no issue like stopping what I'm doing 95% of the time <laughs> at the gym, you know, and to have that conversation like the other day. Um, oh, I
0: could bet it could also get like, you're like, oh,
1: bro, fuck. I just want to like, work I'm out. I'm here to work yeah.
0: out. not Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. Tough. And it's not, it's not like all the time, but it's the older, I would say older demographic that asked me about like dieting in general and have no idea who I am essentially where it's like, oh, like, how are you? how do you plan or i need to lose weight or i need to i need to work on this my doctor says this like mm-hmm. what do you recommend and then i, d- I don't even lead with that i have a business and basically saying like okay well whatever you're doing now like obviously isn't going to work like what did your doctor recommend yeah because most of them have a you know a pcp or whatever sure and i just i give them my opinion i don't try and play I'm, I'm a dietitian or anything it's like well this is what i would start with you know, like, mm-hmm. how much are you drinking? How much are your... How, what are you doing for sodas? And then it just leads Orange into pop that shit. Orange before you go to bed. Like, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah. Then I just ask them, you know, like, have you ever used, like, a meal prep service? You know, and I own... And that was when I start my spiel about owning, you know, meal prep right. company. And then I pull up my Instagram. And here, if you know how to use this, <laughs> like, go ahead and scroll, you know. See what you
0: like. Let me know. I'll bring you some samples.
1: Yeah, and I... I it's not like I don't try and like, hard sell or anything. You know, it's either you're you want to... Try the service out or you don't you know
0: and so you think most of your your business comes from word of mouth do you think it comes from
1: yeah so I stopped this was like word of mouth. a few months ago like I was spending anywhere from five hundred like a thousand bucks a month in advertisement online mm. and where just like Facebook Facebook Insta- ads Insta- and Instagram, Instagram ads yeah and then I was and I was sponsoring athletes too yeah. where you know like one athlete it was like if I were to charge the average person is like a thousand bucks a month you know we're in meals yeah mm-hmm. later they, time, eat, because really i, I ship well because i ship across the u.s as well so how do you do that jesus dry bro. ice bro is, is that really what it is no yeah no it's right? i so no? i freeze everything like deep freeze and then i i go through a third party company and then i ship either it depends on the time of year like right now it's overnight air and what i do is i hit it sounds expensive it's not that bad man Really? Like no, no, I don't mean like your like, but the cost for you to ship something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty reasonable, really, and yeah, well, and I. So that was one thing I did when I looked at You're comparisons. Just on his trailers, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I reached out to him because I was working on a wholesale deal in Louisiana, actually, mm-hmm. and I was I was asking him about that. But um, where what the fuck were we talking about shipping prices? Yep, shipping. Yeah, shipping. Um, I would go to UPS right at the cutoff time at f- five PM or five thirty, whatever it is, and drop stuff off there to less than the time that it's sitting outside of a freezer. And then wow. it, it goes and then it arrives the next morning at like 11. But everything, like I set my freezer at negative five degrees and I ship them with a shit ton of ice. That is uh that's some commitment there, bro. Cause like, it's, I just understand the logistics of it and like paying attention. That's, that's ah. just, that's what it is. You know, that's if you're trying to extend your backyard and play with the big leagues cause you yeah. look at all these companies that are doing these Hello huge companies. And- yeah, that's, that's what it is, you know. I mean, if you want to step on their turf, you know, <laughs> that's,
2: I Nora Joes is like a very we're here for Bougie, it.
1: <laughs> hello, HelloFresh. I love
2: it much. though.
0: Yeah. I think it's. I think it's like there's so many people doing it, but they're just so j- fucking generic, bro. It is. And I it was is. talking to. There's no. There's no like. You you see a HelloFresh post or you see like these whatever built fucking they, they just look like
1: ordinary like every other and it's so thing. like sanitary yeah Where, it's very bland do you know you know simba right he has the, the i showed you that he has yeah album. yeah yeah you should be yeah. so me and him were. i was actually kind of chuckling we were making comparisons like other he's just moved down to um, cali yeah, i ship bills to him too okay and we were kind of comparing because he has a friend that's in the in the industry that um he was telling me he's like oh you could like talk to him about scaling up and i was like yeah that'd be kind of a interesting conversation to have but i like look at what he's doing and it's like yeah i don't know if i'd really want to like learn his his like the way he has going on because i'd not like mm-hmm. want to go that direction but uh fuck god damn it i got lost again
0: no you were telling a story about simba you, oh, you and simba were we were talking. talking
1: about how uh
0: it's okay bro i do it all at the fucking time still
1: in comparison to, like how people are marketing because i was like yeah i wish i could like be better at marketing or understand and I just was kind of like venting to him because he's, I think he's like does entrepreneur thing as well. Hmm. And I think he does more of the, um, some of the legwork, but he likes to be like an investor and kind of help a company out. Sure. Well, um, I brought up how all these companies are the same and it's like everybody has the freshest and whatever. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. Like, (laughs) no, you don't. You're like, I know this shit. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I see, you know, and everybody else sees it, and I think what people don't realize is what you're getting at the store for quality is better or the same as you're is the big guys are getting. Sure. You know, a green bean's a fucking green bean. Like mm-hmm. you can get it from another place, but if they're going to hit these $5 meal marks, th- that shit is going to be not better than it's probably going to be equal to and they just have the volume to play on those like, yeah. the smaller percentages, exactly. which is that's what that is for them. But I was joking about like, yeah, the next step is gonna be we wash our own cows and we, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we raise it's, them freshes. It's the we yeah, we nurse them to sleep. And, yeah, because uh, that's that is what it is. It's you know, it's meals really? next day, and which I think is kind of ridiculous because there's no you can't teleport meals, right? So that stuff has been sitting in a freezer for a while.
2: It's like most of that stuff too. I think is you have to cook it yourself, anyways. So, it? Well, some of them and like HelloFresh
1: are, but a lot of meal prep, meal prep services they're cooked. They're cooked and they're frozen and they get shipped. They're in a black... this Different containers of mine are, which are mine are actually like a nice container. that's reusable. Mm-hmm. And they have like the plastic ones you run through a machine and then it shrink wraps them and does that. And it's all the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But in the portions, man, the portions are, are like nothing. I, they're just... They're not. And it's filler. It's just the, the pasta and the sauces. And mm. there's a couple companies that I really do think they have a good product and you can tell that they're, they've been grinding at it for a while and then where their business is at definitely shows. And I think it's awesome.
0: So do you cater to more like the people <clears> who are <clears throat> wanting to save time or do you think you cater more to the health side of things or do you, do you feel like you have a happy medium? I, I, I
1: think both. i have a happy medium. I think a lot of what I try and preach is I try and get away from like the clean, sanitary stuff where barbecue doesn't and i i've multiple posts about it too where barbecue doesn't have to be unhealthy because that's what people think that barbecue is like these fatty cuts of meat and it's like no it's it's literally just a process you mm-hmm. can put whatever you want in there and it's going to come out different but same yeah you know and that's that's something that i try and preach to people who are asking about you know the actual food itself and i send people even like my rubs like the ingredients list where it's real cane sugar there's no there's no bullshit in it mm-hmm you know, it's, it's, it cakes up, which is what you're going to find. In like the, the stuff that doesn't have the junk in it, which is just shake it up. It's not a big deal. And so people really kind of grasp that um, it's, it's the same thing. It just has quality ingredients in it. Sure. And everything has something, whether it's like nothing's like the, all the vegetables have a rub except for yams. They just leave yams as are. They're crispy. They get blackened on the, a couple of the shoulders. I fucking hate yams, bro. Me too. Me too. Yams <laughs> and Not a mm-hmm. big fan. I get super good feedback on Brussels. Brussels sprouts for real? Yeah, I dude. Asparagus. Like I I cannot. I'm like, mm. you know what? Like, if I was a, if I was a customer, like that's probably a good one. And I try it, and I'm like, no, that's fucking gross, bro. But I do. I get great great <laughs> feedback. <laughs> I don't remember what time
0: it was in my life, but like, I think my wife was pregnant. And she had this like weird craving for Brussels sprouts and she was cooking them in like, bleh. oh, you know what it was? No, it was Savannah. Uh, uh, she she was cooking Brussels sprouts on the grill at the Dev's coffee shop in the morning. Oh, really? Like She was doing this like she was trying to eat healthy or whatever, but she was fucking cooking these things, bro. And I like I was in a barf like I have I never yeah. hated a food being cooked so much sprouts. like something about them, the way that they smell when they're being like, I'm just like,
1: bleh. And I've that's the same thing. I've never cooked them inside, but outside, mm-hmm. like, it's not as bad. And I do smell it sometimes when like but there's I'm looking forward to trying them. Where my house is at, it's there's always a pretty decent breeze, which is good. <laughs> like Blowing it away yeah. from me. <laughs> But <I'm> just soaking
2: <laughs> it all in. <laughs> the
1: Brussels. So you get
0: feedback, good feedback on the brussels, huh?
2: Yeah. Interesting. Probably good feedback on everything. <laughs>
0: I I, w- I would yeah I was thinking really so. good. It sounds like it, yeah. I
1: would say I get the biggest hit and miss I get is the chicken breast. It just it is it's a really hard meat to to get that's consistent. Mm. Whether the water weight being different, like you go to because you can see it when you go to like if you go to Safeway you see the big old puffed up full of water or whatever, and it just never really cooks right. Is that a real thing? Did they really like put water in them? I don't know if it's water. It's different. It cooks different. Than where you get your as shit. in what aspect yes. like
2: does it cook different as in it ends up being drier or moist at the it's, end of the cooking it's, process. It's,
1: you can overcook breast pretty quick, mm-hmm. and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. An overcooked chicken sucks. It does. It's dry. No go. No. And so, like, what I do is, if you see like in my videos where the there's a thick part of the breast and how it thins out, you lay the thin parts out together. So you have one thick piece that cooks a uniform. Don't give away your secrets, bro. I'll what cut a, it out. Take for it. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go do it. Edit that. <laughs> You're like, good luck, bro. <laughs> but that's one thing that I do to try and you know th- get rid of that because it's hard to get it's just like a brisket where it's almost like two. So separate where do you cups.
0: where do you get your stuff?
1: Restaurant or, Depot typically. Yeah. Um. Windy River Livestock out of Washougal is where I get my um my beef now, and I've met them at the farmers market down um. Uh, in Vancouver, downtown sure. Vancouver, yes, yeah. And I asked them about like if they were interested in doing like wholesale boxes, and the price difference they gave me, it was like a no, it was a no brainer, hundred percent. Where it's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. The the problem with when I the moment I bought that, I was like, oh, like I'm gonna burn through this, and mm-hmm. it was like nobody wanted ground beef right when I bought it, so I had all this ground beef, and I still have a few. Where it's like, hmm.
0: you gotta do something with cool. it. Yeah,
1: it's just hanging out. Interesting.
0: So do you, do you feel a little bit of pressure when it comes to the point where you're like actually cooking and like how do you not because to me when I fucking cook well I guess you, you, this is I overthink my questions every time I ask it but there's got to be some sense of pressure that comes from delivering a fucking meal across the country. No I can relate. No 100%. That.
1: I had actually last last month <laughs> the month before I was I sent this guy a massive order of all tri tip. The most expensive thing i my order or on my menu. And it was a, a referral from a good buddy. Um mm-hmm. and it was like, I can't fuck this up. And then he ended up having one of his other friends was like, y'all want to get on and get in with this. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Anyway, so I sent them this massive tri tip order and it was supposed to arrive and it I'll take my cord, bro. UPS had um You're fine, I got it. Said the package was damaged, uh, merchandise was discarded. What? And I was like, what the fuck?
2: That's happened a couple of times, hasn't it? Like, well, it's happened a couple of times. So, and it?
1: I, cause, and I try to call UPS and their customer service is dog, it's just dog shit. Like trying to get a hold of anybody to figure out what happened to that specific package, good luck. They're like, sorry. So, uh, my, what I thought was maybe it didn't get there that next day or it went another day because it was a big heat wave like we're having here they're having there mm-hmm. and he told me that i made sure it was next day and i don't know if it was i saw something there was an issue with like the address and it's like saying salmon creek washington versus vancouver washington for like texas from my understanding where sure. ups doesn't really auto populate what it should be and it was in magnolia texas is where it's at and hmm. so i was like god fucking damn it like i'm gonna make another batch send it out asap did the exact same thing, sent it out, same fucking thing again happened. Dude. Where, so you just now, ate that too? Well, I well, ate was it. it.
2: Insured? You didn't insure it. So,
1: if you look at UPS's policy, two hundred fifty bucks usually. No, it's a hundred bucks basic, oh. it which doesn't cover sh- shit in, the, in this case. Yeah, the perishable items are they voided if it's perishable. Oh shit! So. Uh, it's fucked. Yeah, so then I went to send a third one, and I was talking to the UPS driver that was there. I was like, hey, man, like, I don't know if you, you probably don't have any idea of, like, what's going on in boxes, but this is what I'm shipping. This is how I'm shipping it. What could be the problem? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, he was like, D- is it going to leak at all? I said, no, like, it's all in it's all in thermal bubble mailers. Like, everything is solid. Like, it's sealed. Yeah. And it should be It's just, it goes next. It's overnight. That's why I show up here at 5 p.m. I'd rather be doing something else at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but that's you know, the only thing that I can think of is that the boxes are sweating or the food is leaking." I was like, "Okay, like thanks, man, I appreciate it." Well, I sent another one, and I don't remember what the situation was where I had not like, gotten into UPS in time, and then I had it in my uh, trunk still, so I took it back, put it all back in the freezer, which is all still frozen. So I took it out of the box, and then my non-sweat ice packs oh. are fucking sweating. That's what it was. Oh. Bummer. Yeah, That's so smart. now I have to put them in just a bunch of bags, which is like... Get some construction trash bags. That's something. But I, be, I do you want those things don't leak? you sure, put water But from a consumer in. standpoint, do you want to open up a garbage bag with food in no, it? No, 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 you don't. They're trying to clean way to do
0: it. <laughs> it's lack. Not you know, unless it's like a branded garbage bag. Maybe yeah, yeah. if you had like Nora good. Joe's barbecue.
1: Enjoy, enjoy Nora Joe's lavender. Garbage bag
2: scent. (laughs) You're gonna have to get some like you're gonna have to get some like plastic tubs made to put everything in and then seal that. So if it does leak, at least it's contained in the tub and it doesn't bleed through the box. Yeah.
1: Well, and then so I did that. I put it in this massive bag and I I went like a roll of tape on the next one. I was like, this shit ain't fucking leaking nothing. Yeah. And it was fine. And ever since I just keep bagging that, that was a trial and error thing, Mm -hmm. and it's had no issue since. But growing pains. yeah, Yeah, that that fucking sucked because I'm like. Hey man, after this, dude, like I can't keep eating this. Like Yeah, this know? is a
0: lot. You gotta figure some shit out. Something may happen in here.
1: Well, it's you better you know, drive
2: up here and pick this up and drive <laughs> up. <laughs> When it's eight
1: ounce portions of yeah. tri-tip, you know, cooked weight, it's like it gets expensive for yeah, sure, I'm sure. For sure.
0: So That's- Josh, changing gears. What do you you being okay? We gotta have some background here. You run a trucking company.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How long? How the fuck did that happen? How did you get into that? You're not that old, bro. You're like twenty. You're like twenty eight.
2: I just turned twenty eight. Yeah. 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 Damn, I'm good. <laughs> that is good. Uh, so, <clears throat> um, how did that happen? <laughs> long story short from the beginning i'm trying to figure like dude because i could talk i could talk for days how so do
0: I, I how do I, I how do i shorten it yeah literally <laughs> it's tough bro yeah I turn, so, tell my 20, fucking story hours. Hours. we
2: can edit that out right <laughs> that pause. yes we can uh so
0: um long, i do all the editing so yeah anything that you want me to per, take out of here yeah, pause uh, no doubt <laughs> all right i'll go through the whole thing and, and
2: yeah long story do. short was um my dad was a truck driver Um, I didn't know that really. Yeah. Really. What got it? Really. What got me into it was, um, having your CDL is a good thing to have, right? It's not the best career choice. It's not, it's not a healthy job to have, but it's always like a good fallback plan because there will always need to be CDL drivers. And no matter what, if you have your CDL, you shouldn't make less than like 24 bucks an hour. Sure. Which is it a total killing nowadays? Well, you shouldn't
1: do people. Yes, I. Can I cut them off? Yeah, yeah. My, yeah so my, my first job running mm-hmm. a crane, mm-hmm. having my my licenses and my CDLs making eighteen dollars an hour. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, well, no, which is f- like yeah that's, wide loads That's bullshit. Fourteen wide. No, that's at bullshit. At like overall length, not of union. Like, I would assume right. Non union trust company. Yeah, yeah. No, that's
2: bullshit. Because like <clears> the you could have your CDL, and if you're making less than. 22 bucks an hour you're probably driving a box truck mm-hmm. or you're driving a pickup truck something with a smaller car, car trailer behind it you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah if you're driving a crane or you're driving a pump truck or a concrete truck or a truck and trailer there's no reason why you shouldn't make less than 24 dollars an hour is that a killing no is it a good safety net yeah it's yeah. a good safety net like you know the economy takes a shit there's still gonna be trucks they're still driving to be had yeah there's has to there's driving to be had there's mm-hmm. trains planes ships and trucks that's how things come in
0: and if they if they change too that's another thing to think about like if trucking industry is gonna just morph with whatever the fuck it is that's going on around it whether yeah, it's exactly a, any t- there's always going to be some needing some type of that transportation
2: at the end of the day something it has to get to the store somehow whether it comes in semis or mm-hmm. teslas or you know whatever the fuck it is. whatever yeah. like a train can't show up to a store unless there's a store with a rail behind it mm-hmm. but so going into um after graduating high school and stuff i'm like i at some point i want a cdl it's just something good to have it's right good on your resume it's always a good fallback plan so um by trade i'm a fabricator so i fabricated from when i was 16 to 21 and then uh Got canned. (laughs) I got canned at my first job. Ended up having a shitty attitude, um, which another story to be had. There's some stuff behind that. But um, it was a good thing because if I didn't, I might possibly still be there today because it was easy. Um, Some of the toughest
0: shit in life are the the things that you don't understand why or the things that you you think are stupid or the hardest or awkward or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it is. It's always got something to tell for you later on. There's a reason for it.
2: So I kind of job hopped around for a couple of years trying to figure out what I really wanted to do. I'm like, okay, I've been fabricating. Do I want to work construction? I know like I hated school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, did I do okay in school? Yeah, but I did not like school. Like I'm not a computer guy. I don't like sitting in the office. I don't like just talking to people over a phone and stuff like that. So I knew it had to be some sort of trade, right? Doing something. Um, so I hopped around for a while, wanted to get into construction, finally got into construction, and I got my foot into this door, into the door of this smaller construction company through my buddy because I was a fabricator. Uh-huh. Like he's like, Yeah, we could get you in, but you're a laborer. And I was already a laborer like a couple years prior, and I'm like, I'm not I'm not going back to labor, and like that sucked. Being in the ditch, like being out in the piss pouring grain and in the snow, and like it's just not yeah, call me a bitch, but I'm like, this isn't (laughs) my thing. If it comes down to this, I'm just going to go back to fabricating and be in a shop that's heated and cooled and I'll be welding. Like, I'm not going to go in a ditch for 15 bucks an hour.
0: Yep. Been there, bro.
2: Yeah. So um, he contacts me later and he's like, hey, our fabricator quit. Like, my boss wants to meet you. And I told him, too, because he got his CDL through that company. They trained him and paid for it because, like, you could do that if you're certified.
0: The one that you got fired
2: from? No, this is a construction company okay, that I started to gotcha. work work for. <clears throat> um, because if you don't get, like, if you go to school to get your CDL, I think it's around five thousand dollars. Mm. And like, there's some third party ways you could go. You like pay a guy a few thousand dollars, and he trains you with his own truck and stuff. And sure. then you, blah blah <clears throat> blah. The easiest way to do it is have a company put you through it. So I get on with this. You know, I go and in interview. He likes me. He hires me. I tell him I want my CDL. He's like, okay, say less. Like. Come work for us, and if you want a CDL, go get your permit, and we'll put you in a truck, like, right away and get you trained.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Put in my two weeks. I was fabricating again at this point. Went and started working for this company, got my permit. He put me in a truck right away. Like, I fabbed on the weekends for them. Like, I came in on Saturday and Sunday and welded on equipment and, you know. drove truck during the week? Yeah, and at the time I had a teacher, you know, because I was a student technically. Got my CDL in, like, a month. Nice and what got me into so at this point i had bought a house when i was 20
0: which is freaking awesome dude. yeah so i bought Perhaps. a house
2: shout out to my mom if it wasn't for my mom telling me this is like something i get into because a lot of people are like now it's kind of hard cuz houses are ridiculous back when i was looking for a house a starter home was 2 to 300k mm-hmm. i mean dude when i bought my house i was making $19 an hour yeah so like I was moving I was 19 I was going to move out and I was like, going to go rent my mom was like why don't you buy a house I was like haha nice joke like I can't afford a house and right. she's like No, just go see a, a lender and see what they say mm-hmm. so I went and had a meeting with director's mortgage and they pre-approved me for 250000 because I worked a lot I like I only got approved for one seventy, but they approved me for two fifty with my overtime because I worked a lot of overtime Right. so I went and bought a house not a house I wanted. I wanted a house on property, but it was out of my price range. So and going an in, investment. Exactly. Going into the house, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I don't want to be in the neighborhood, but if everything goes good in a couple of years, I could sell it and make thirty to eighty grand on mm-hmm. it. And then I have money to invest with. Right. I shouldn't yeah, say yeah, play with. Sure. But at least I got because I always had like, I shouldn't say I always had, I blew my money a lot. But I always had like a couple grand. And I always kind of had a hustler mentality, like buy, sell stuff, make money here, make money there. But it is easier. It's easier to make money when you have more money. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say there's no way you can't make money with more money, but it is a lot easier when you have more money to work with. No doubt. So that's what was also part of that got me into trucking. So I bought the house, remodeled it, like picked away at it, did the work. My parents, my friends, and myself did the work to it. Mm-hmm. And I was in it for two years and a couple months. And at that point, I already had my CDL with this company. And I posted my house for sale and made $50,000 after selling my house. Don't mom, dude. Yeah, seriously. Because if my mom would have told me that, I would have just rented. Like, yeah. I'm legit. And it's not like my parents gave me money. But the reason why I bring that up is because, like, a lot of people don't have that guidance. No. You know, like a lot. And that's something I could take for granted because. Alls it took was my mom saying, "Go and try to get approved for a house," mm-hmm. and I did. And then I went and got a house. Yeah, dude. Every, I, I, talk, I
0: Something as simple as that not to cut you off of your story, but no, like something good. as simple as that, like people, people think it's so fucking hard, but you just have to. Like everyone's like, "You just gotta." Try. I
2: can't do it. You gotta no. try. Like what gotta, happens? Like I say, I say all the time, like life is making sacrifices.
1: Yeah, like I, you, I, you I would have, say it's. Not even like trying, it's answering your own questions. Right. That's what I would say. For sure. It's like, can I get approved for a house? I
2: don't know. Might as well try. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. (laughs) The the worst that could happen is no, right? You go in and they say, yeah, you're a fucking joke. Like, get out of here. Okay, well, how do I not be a joke? Maybe I go and apply myself and try to move up in my job that I'm at now and make more money. Or maybe I go somewhere else that's going to pay me more and then I could get approved for a house. Like, I don't know. Everybody has an excuse for something. But, um, so, uh started working for that company. Started driving truck. Growing up, my dad was a truck driver. Have You ever heard of Joel Olson? Yes. So they had a lot of trucks around. They're based out of here, but they have red three seven nine p. Like, nice gang- clean gangster truck. Size
1: outfit for here.
2: Yeah, they've been around forever. Like I think since the like I think nineteen fifties ish. Like it's a long it, time. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Started with logging, and then they moved into like scrap metal, and mm-hmm. now they do. But they have like. Gangster trucks, pretty, so yeah, pretty nice big trucks, yeah. really pretty cool trucks. So growing up with my dad being a truck driver, um, you know, I'd be riding around with them sometimes. I'd see them on the road. Oh, that truck is so fucking cool! Like that'd be <laughs> so cool to have a truck like that someday. Yeah, like that did the same thing, but My dad was a truck driver too. Oh yeah, I'm like, dude, that shit's badass. It's mm-hmm. a gangster ass truck, <laughs> and I get into driving truck. And what put me onto it? I didn't. At this point, I didn't think I was ever gonna like have a trucking company. Right. But I had sold my house. I had money. um, I flipped a couple cars, like, with the money, which I already had planned on doing. And I was still, like, trying to figure out what's my business move. Like, do I want to try to tackle fabrication, which I tried before (laughs) didn't really work out. Like, I had business here and there. People liked my work, but it wasn't, like, consistent. Mm -hmm. I had to go back to work at some point. Usually in the summertime, I had enough work to... Pay the bills and have some fun money, but once wintertime rolled around, because I did a lot of car stuff uh-huh. and like racing season over here is in the summertime, so a lot of people were like, "I need an exhaust, I'm upgrading turbos, I need a manifold," you know, yeah. and I'm doing that. So then I'm out <laughs> paving Louisville Highway on the job, and I'm like seeing owner operators out there, guys owning their trucks, they have their own trucks, cool trucks, and I'm we're sitting there sometimes like waiting for the paver, they're fixing the grinder or something like that, or bullshit, and I'm like you know, like, if you don't mind me asking, like, is this yours? Yeah, it's mine. Like, also, if you don't mind me asking, like, how much do you guys make out here with your own truck?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think at the time it was like 130, 120 bucks an hour. And I was like, and at the time too, I was making good money because I was on a P wage job making like 45 bucks an right. hour as a company driver. So I'm like, but like 120 bucks an hour we're working 10 12 hour days five days a week mm-hmm. so i'm like that's like seven grand a week gross you know so i'm like shit maybe i need to get a semi truck <laughs> 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 so you know i think about it for a while and uh now i come home one day and i tell my girl like i think i want a semi truck and she's like yeah right like what do you need a semi for and i was like dude, there's guys out here making 120 to 140 bucks an hour like I got this money. I'm not, yeah, I'm doing stuff with it here and there, but like I don't know what to do with it. It's not doing any good just sitting Uh here. So I'm looking on Facebook Marketplace and I want a 379 Peterbilt. I like just have to have a 379. Right. So I'm on Marketplace and I'm looking and looking and looking and I only wanted to spend, I think it was like 30 grand, which is not much for a truck like that. No, it's not. Those trucks are outrageous. Now they're way outrageous. Back then it was a little more obtainable, but like, they were pretty clapper trucks in my Mm -hmm. price range. Cause I had like, at the time I think I had like 45 grand cause I had like, I missed, um, work. I tore my ACL. So I had to get surgery and I was out of work for a while. So it kind of ate up some of my funds and hospital bills and stuff like that. So I want enough money to be able to buy a truck and (laughs) register it and put it on the road. And I seen one that ended up being my buddy's dad, dad. Yeah. Dad. And it was on Marketplace for a while, but it was a super clean truck. And I just kept looking at it, and I'm like, man, I don't want to go like at this. <laughs> so I look at it, I'm, I'm going to want to buy, buy it. it. I know, and it was way out of, like, I had the money for it, but it was out of my price range. Like, yeah. I didn't want to spend the money on it. And Taft. finally, I went and looked at it, and guess what? I had to it. fucking have it. Yeah, yeah it pissed me off. No, not really, but I was like, fuck. So, ended up, and this goes back to, like, you know making sacrifices mm-hmm. like that truck i talked him down on the price i got it for 35 grand but still wow, I, really that cheap yeah but i still at the time it was yeah cheap now that truck i mean i actually just sold that truck for um <laughs> a, a little bit more than what i paid for what did you sell it for <laughs> uh i sold it for 55 grand fuck off but yeah you so, put some work into it, though I mean, yeah, I did, but I sold it for fifty-five, and I worked it for, for two, wear and tear for yeah three years, years. and like wow, it man. honestly got a little beat up because I had some good drivers <laughs> in it. <laughs> you can watch. delete anything, yeah.
0: Josh. You're good. Um, That's wild, bro.
2: Yeah, good for you, though. Yeah, so um, yeah, I sold my pickup truck, and I had an Evo at the time, so yeah. I sold my Evo and got <laughs> some cash. Thing back out of those deals and went and bought that truck and then i mean like legit when i bought that truck after everything i had like seven grand in my bank account Uh, and i'm like like can i start trucking right now yeah i could is it smart too probably not so i continued to work for another six months stacked uh up some more money and then um took the leap and then i've been driving truck ever since then. So, what does a leap
0: look like, man? Did you just, like, like find accounts? Or, like, how the fuck does that even yeah, okay, happen?
2: Okay, so, like, the leap is, like... You just...
0: You're, like... Because this is the point that nobody fucking knows <laughs> what happens. You know what so, I mean? No, so, like, it Every was, time it happens, there's always this weird shit and you're just, like... So, I, how did you just make the decision to just, like, quit your job and go work for
2: yourself? Like, what the fuck did you even do? It just, Okay, so... If you ask the question in that terms, it came down to, like, I made this investment on this piece of equipment, it's just sitting. Like, I was scared. Don't get me wrong. Right. I even had, like, friends in my circle that were like, you're a fucking idiot. I don't know why you spent your fucking money on that. You're going to fucking lose it all. And I had, you know, friends in my circle saying, like, dude, go get it. Good for you. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. You know? And um, I almost went back. Like I almost sold the truck before I even got on the road. Cause I was like, Oh man, what if this does fail? Like mm-hmm. that's my, that's my, my nest, you know, like I don't have, if I fail, I'd go back to Nothing. not having shit, yeah. you know? And it's like, it was scary, but at the point I thought I had a, um, contract hauling trash for like Vancouver waste connection to the landfill. Thought sure. I thought I did. Um, and that's when I decided to take the leap, because so I was kind of looking for work, thought I got into something, and was like, okay, well, now I have to get, it's called your authority, and that's like the rights to basically be on the road and make money with a commercial vehicle. That's like That's what, you just don't like start a business, you got to get your DOT number, you got to get your MC number, you got to get insurance, you got to get permitted, you got to pay for your pro rate. like there's so much stuff that goes to. Right. Getting a truck on the road. It's like a month. It's mo- like
0: that with every fucking business. Yeah. Bro. There's like 30 damn things, licenses and fees and all this shit. It's bullshit. They don't tell you about.
2: Yeah. And it's legit like a <clears throat> one month process. Yeah. Like it takes three weeks to a month to get your authority. And mm-hmm. I paid a company to like do it too. Cause I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. So <clears throat> 10 grand. Oh, uh, it wasn't 10 grand. I think it was seven grand to get my authority, get wow. on the road, like to start making money. Um, and I'm like a week from getting on the road and I contact the person again to be like, Hey, I'm going to be on the road in a week. Like, are we still good? And she's like, Oh no, you took too long. I had somebody fill that position. So we don't have anything right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Sick, sick. Oh, yeah. What? what did you do, bro? <laughs> I was like, oh, fucks. So I started calling people. I mean, you're like, I'm not going back to work. No, I'm not. I'm like, dude, I spent, I'm committed. I spent 35 grand on this truck. I spent seven grand to get it on the road. I sold my pick pickup. I sold my fun car. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a little, like, I'm doing this. I'm not, I'm not going back to work because now I have insurance too that's costing me 1700 bucks a month. Yeah. And you pay that. Like, if you don't pay it, like, I don't want insurance. Your authority, <laughs> gone 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 you cannot have your authority unless you're paying insurance like yeah you can move it to storage but you're still paying like $800 a month on Mm -hmm. storage and yeah I own the truck outright thank God but $800 a month to pay for something that's just sitting there and also semi trucks are not good sitting like they are meant to be ran when they sit they develop issues for sure so I start calling and get a hold of one of my buddies that has a small trucking company himself acquaintance I should say at the time and uh, he's like, "Hey, I got a trailer. I can put you to work." So I'm like, "Okay, cool." So and I, it was flatbedding. I didn't know a fucking thing. Yeah, I've hauled shit on a flatbed before, but not a semi scale. You know, like mm-hmm. I haven't hauled fifty thousand pounds of lumber, or steel, or shingles or sheetrock. None of that shit. Right. You just see that, like the forklifts just piling up, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." <laughs> so like, I signed hey. up for yeah. Like <laughs> bless the guy's heart that he um, basically walked me through everything because I. If you have any questions, call me. So I go and get the guy's trailer, start working with them. Honestly, the money wasn't even that great. Like I was making on average 3500 bucks gross a week, which is not good for semi trucks. For sure. Yeah,
0: you're doing your own. Yeah.
2: Yeah, not good. And it was right at the pop-off of COVID too. Mm. I was literally like two weeks into business and COVID happened and Fuck the shutdown. Bro. And I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Can I can I say that
0: there is something like oh man, just this weird unknown that you go through mm-hmm. uh, in in business, but I also feel like in general there is so much. W- there's like this weird will to just fucking go for it right it's almost like it's it's not like something that you can describe
1: to no i mean like until you just do it
2: it's like i mean Same it's for you
1: yeah i so my initial idea when you're talking about how this you're just leaping mm-hmm. was never to do the meal prepping stuff and that was never supposed <laughs> to be the big exploded part of the business supposed to be like barbecue i'm gonna go buy a nice badass offset all right do the barbecue thing and i was walking down fourth point literally door to door getting business cards and figuring out who I could set up shop in a parking lot. Dude, it's just, and this... I was just talking to the port of, port of <clears throat> Vancouver down there and literally just walking. I was just walking. Yeah. That's what it was <sighs> talking to managers, people that own the business, trying to get a hold of uh, investment companies that own these gas stations and just calling and emails. And just, that's what it was where it's yeah. like, I got to have a spot to like do this to sell to the public was yeah. what it was at the time.
0: People, people don't understand those moments where you're like <laughs> sitting in a fucking room, man, and you have the weight of like a, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do on your shoulders, and you're literally like, like no joke, I know all three of us have had this moment oh, yeah. where you're sitting there,
2: I can see myself and you're right like, now. who
0: the fuck do I call? Like, where do I even start? And you're like, am I going to look like an idiot? Am I going to look stupid? Like, what the fuck do I do? And then something in you just goes, I'm... I'm just going to fucking start making phone calls. I'm just going to start looking shit up. I'm going to start doing some research. You just
2: act. You I do mean, you shit. got to because at the end of the day, like when you're self-employed, you're only making money dependent on what you're doing. Right. You don't like, you know, that's like, yeah, depending who you are, it sucks to be an employee. Sometimes some people like it. Some people don't. But For at sure. the end of the day, like you're unless you have a piece of shit boss or something. But at the end of the day, like you're getting a check. You're going to have work. Yeah. When. When we slow down and stuff. We're like, we don't get paid unless we're doing shit, Mm -hmm. unless we're finding work, unless we're getting work. And it gets really stressful. And it's been like that this past year too, which is part of the reason why I scaled back too. Yeah. So keep going. Sorry.
0: You were talking about how you, uh, fuck, where the fuck were you making shit money, making shit money, working for this, your, your buddy who is, who's kind enough to show you, which I feel like is also super impactful because everybody's got the homie, Mm-hmm. who is willing to give you some advice and I feel like it doesn't come by yourself. Yeah. We're only, we're self-learners, but some portion of it is fucking luck, bro. Some portion yeah. of it is like somebody willing to give you uh not a handout, but like help you wisdom.
2: And yeah. Surrounding yourself with, 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 good and it's people, like, like, and dude, that's why um, wisdom is priceless mm-hmm. because you get to learn through somebody else's mistakes You know, and then, you know, as long as you're not arrogant, you don't go through those mistakes either because you take what that person has to say and you're like, oh shit, like this guy fucked up doing that. I probably shouldn't do it because I'm going to fuck up doing it too. Right. But yeah, I just go in with this guy. I worked with him for like six months and I was making on average 3,200 to 4,200 gross a week. And uh, I was, thank God the truck that I bought was good. It was a good truck to me cause like semi trucks will break down a lot. They do cost you a lot of money depending on what you get. Um, and I got like a really, I don't know if you know a lot about trucks, like diesel trucks, but I basically had like a 12 valve Dodge with a five speed manual. Yeah, I know <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. With the nut welded to the shaft. Like <laughs> it was a, in theory a bulletproof <clears throat> semi truck. Like sure. It was old, but it ran and it worked. So, um, you know, if things would have changed, like if the motor would have went on it, like, yeah, it, it was already completely gone through. Like my buddy's dad, I bought it through. I had already, the motor work was done. The transmission was done. The rear ends, the, all of it done. Mm-hmm. So, um, but if that truck would have tossed motor or transmission or something, it probably would have sent me back because I didn't have a lot of money getting on the road. Yep. So thankful for that. But I just got to the point where I'm like, man, I'm not really, and I was paying myself only 500 bucks a week which isn't a lot of money either when you got bills. So I was like trying to reinvest as much as I could back into the business to build up my nest again. Uh And I just got to the point where I was like, man, I'm not really stacking. Like I'm stacking money, but not really like not what I should have. And I started looking elsewhere and I got on with a company up north. Like they found me work and I went and hauled their trailer and I did that for like a year and it was a grind. I went to making about one and a half dollars. To two times as much as i was making a week but it was like a grind i'm doing like 14 16 hour days being mm-hmm. up at two three o'clock in the morning i'm working till five six sometimes like no shit sometimes eight o'clock at night wow i'm rolling back into the yard and then i'm going home cleaning up eating dinner going to bed waking up at three o'clock in the morning again and doing it over again yep and then just uh Yeah, progressed from there, switched, switched up again, like a year later and went to, um, OTR, which is considered over the road, started running down to California, hauling loads to California and the market has been really good the past couple of years. Well, was really good two years before about November of 2022. It kind of took a dive and it's still in the shit, but, um, yeah, we did really good. And I went from one, my goal going into it was I wanted one truck a year. That was my goal. Like, I want to grow one truck a year. Hmm. So I was four trucks in a little under three years. and uh, That's good, dude. Then, yeah, I should hit the (laughs) fan. (laughs) What hit the fan? Rates changed. Like, October, the market really took a dump on freight. Like... We were going down to California. I mean, this is pretty much public knowledge, but we were going down to California for like twenty five hundred bucks a load, like two to twenty five hundred bucks a load, on average, and then coming back for like twenty five hundred bucks a load. And out of nowhere, like this just happened. It's spot market. The way I went about running business with the person that was dispatching me, mm-hmm. I didn't agree with, and we butt heads about it. He was a friend of mine. But it's just, like, it's basically gambling. Like, it's not developing relationships. Like, you're not working. I know this is what you're going to ask me. You're not working with, like, direct customers. You're working with these people called brokers, which is, like, say Nick's a broker and you're a manager at Safeway. Uh You reach out to Nick and you say, this is what I need covered every week. Tell me how much it's going to be. Nick replies to you, it's going to be this much a week. You say, okay, let's do it. And then Nick goes on this app or has these truckers that he knows and goes, hey, I got a load from Safeway in Portland that needs to go to Safeway in Medford and it pays
1: $800 while Safeway is paying Nick like $1,400. That's that's how I do my delivery drivers. I have a group chat where I'm like, hey, I have, I have del- meals need to go to Gladstone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is what... I can pay you well the shitty part about that is is
2: Nick as the broker don't give a fuck about you like mm-hmm. you're just some Joe blow your repl- he you're will replace hop them. on the guy that'll take that load for 700 bucks when you were doing it for 800 yep so when shit was crazy and there was a bunch of freight that had to be moved the brokers had to pay more because they had to entice you to hauling the load so we were making good money when the rates were good but when the load quantity goes down, mm-hmm. it becomes cutthroat. Like, people need the money. They want the work. You know, a lot of guys have all these payments, and they got to make their payments and stuff, you know. So they're like, now a load that was going down to California for $2,500, bucks, they are getting it covered for 18 mm. because somebody else has taken it. And then the next week, it's 16 and the next week, it's 15 Wow. Oh, dude, it's bad. It's bad. And that's what it's been like, and it really hasn't got better. And, um, so you're just fucking
0: fighting constantly just to and, yeah, and like yeah, but pretty
2: yeah, but I drew the line like I'm like I drew a line where I'm like this is how much we're gonna gross per mile, right, and if it's right. under that, fuck these brokers. I'm not taking it because I'm yeah. not gonna be that guy that drives the rates down because if everybody was like, no, we're not hauling shit for less than three bucks a mile. Sure. Guess what? The loads are gonna be three bucks a mile. But the second that <laughs> People start taking them for two fifty, then they try to get two twenty five, and then they mm-hmm. take it for two twenty five, and then it gets, it just gets so bad, and then like people start going bankrupt, people start closing their doors because they're not making any money. They're going backwards. Why can't you go direct to consumer? To consumer, you can, but a lot of companies want quantity because they don't want to be like oh, I'll work with you, I'll work with you, I'll work with him. Like, they want to go to one person mm-hmm. and be like, I got 30 loads that need to be covered this week. Yep. Can you guys cover it? I can't. I only got four trucks. I can't do 30 loads with four trucks. Mm. But
1: Swift. So unless you're a mecha company like Swift. Yeah, or
2: Swift like, or like even Joel Olson. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Joel can't because Joel Olson has 40 <laughs> trucks. Like, they could work that into their schedule. So... There's a hard point in trying to grow to grow a trucking company with um, trying to get out of that bubble. To like a lot of companies want to see like seven trucks until you could get on direct with them. Until then, you kind of got to work with brokers, Mm. and that's where we kind of were like, yeah, I had some direct customers, but they were really small direct customers. Like we maybe did a load a week with them, you know. And I'm doing like five to ten loads a week per truck. So you. You had four trucks
0: and you scaled back. How hard of a decision was that for you to make to be able to w- metaphorically go backwards?
2: It was hard. It was very hard. Um, you know, I don't have... I know you don't know me that well, but I don't have a problem sleeping. Like, I could sleep all the time. I could fall asleep like that <laughs> and I could sleep... Usually, I don't like to sleep in. I hate sleeping in. Mm-hmm. But I could fall asleep at 7 o'clock and wake up at five, six o'clock in the morning and be fine and go about my day. And for the first time in my life, I had like a lot of sleepless nights. Like I'd wake, you know, I'd go to bed at nine o'clock and I'd wake up at 11 and I'd be up till three o'clock in the morning, just laying there in bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? Was it what? A
0: like, what am I going to do? Yeah, type it is. Thing? It's or like, like <laughs> what, what was your first challenge when, in making that reduction? And, and because I only asked this because uh, I have I've been I've been through some of that <clears throat> and it's really tough to go backwards. To well yeah, bro, because we work so hard to grow something and mm-hmm. you always want to move forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You like the the second you start feeling yourself go backwards is like this weird like failure, it's failure, like a sense of failure. failure. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I think you probably can attest to at this point that you're at
2: mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good for you. It is. And, and I can say that.
0: You 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 need that, Mm -hmm. you know, but in that moment, it's not, dude, you're panicking. You have this like, fuck, how am I going to tell this person I got to do this? And how am I going to tell this person I got to do that? And like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to sell the trucks? How, where's all this fucking money going to come from? Like, how am I going to pay these bills? And I just like, Mm -hmm. there's a billion things running through your mind.
2: Yeah. I mean, there was a bunch of like contributing factors at the time. Like October, November really slowed down late October. One of my, like one of my trucks through transmission, blue hmm. transmission, whatever happens, I got it back. The driver that was driving that truck, um, I ended up having to let him go for some. uh Oh, we can edit shit out, right? Yeah, whatever. We'll just say, what is it? like, <laughs> off the record. Since we're here, we're just bullshitting. Off the record, like he failed a drug test, so I had to get rid of him. Sure. After he'd already did, but on the record, we'll say this guy that was driving this truck. I had to let him go for some personal things going on in his life. And it was like a mutual agreement that we had no animosity there or anything. So I let him go. The truck was down, um, getting a transmission and it was a special transmission. So usually you can get a transmission for a truck and back in a truck. If your mechanic's not busy in like two days, mm-hmm. believe it or not. But this one was going to be a couple weeks cause it was pretty fried and it was special. So that was the first break on the iceberg and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like things are kind of slowing down anyways. It's fine. I'm not really stressing to get that truck back on the road. Like I'll kind of poke around for a driver and see if I want to throw somebody in there. And then I had a guy that was with me that wasn't with me for long. He was with me for like two months, putting in his two weeks, like two weeks later, because he wanted to go back to hauling cattle, which is whatever. Fine. So he puts in his two weeks. And at this point it's just me and my other guy, um, that was a rock star. Awesome. Awesome guy. And, uh, I had four trucks and it was just me and the other guy and work was really slow. And I was just, you know, I'm like, man, is this just a phase? Like, is this going to go keep going on? Or is this just going to be like a one month thing? Cause it was around the holidays too. And mm-hmm. like holidays are hit and miss. Usually it's popping. Cause like, I mean, in the s- scheme of stores like dry van, that'd be a different trailer. Like, it's good because a lot of people are buying presents and stuff like that. But for flatbed stuff, it's, like, flatbed's really popping in the summertime because you're building stuff. And a lot of stuff that you build, use to build stuff, comes in on a flatbed. Right. So I'm, like, oh, man, maybe this is just a slow spurt. But it was, like, bad, bad. And it did not get better. And I was, like, fuck. Like, and I'm getting to the point where <clears throat> my employee – is working more than me, which is fine because I got to feed him and his family. Mm-hmm. But you make the most money as a business owner because you're not paying payroll. You're not paying L and I. You ain't paying payroll tax. You aren't. You know you're most profitable as your own boss.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah, I went backwards. Like, good thing I had money. Like I'm very frugal with my money. I try to save my money f- for stuff like this. Yeah, but I went backwards for probably four months and I lost like a lot of money in the process trying to wait for things to turn around. And, uh, <laughs> there comes a point where I guess you just have to cut off your leg. That's infected because it's going to spread to your body. And, um, yeah, I just got to that point and I was just like, you know, I'm thinking about my investment, my initial investment. I'm like, man, I had I mean, my return on my initial investment three, almost three and a half years ago is still really good from what I started with. But, like, it was way better until it went downhill. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man, if I would have cut it off before I let it continue to go downhill, I would have been sitting a lot better. Yeah. But I'm still fine, and I still tried to wait for it to turn around, but it just never turned around. So I did the best thing for what I thought was, you know, for myself and um, my and you're life. you're happier
0: now with because of that, you think?
2: Way happier. Yeah, like I can genuinely, agree. I could genuinely say that. Like, it's very it's cool growing and stuff it's cool having employees but it's also a very big weight on your shoulders and i know some people don't care about it but when i knew i wanted a business i knew i wanted to be like a good a genuine good boss mm-hmm. and um it's yeah. fucking hard
0: to hard to hold that bro it's hard to be that yeah that, it is that guy man
2: and like you know, I even gave my guys like quarterly bonuses and Christmas bonuses and stuff like that. And I don't know of any trucking companies that do that offered health insurance. Like I did everything by the book. Like mm-hmm. I could have done the 1099 cheese dick, just bottom of the barrel. What almost no, every you, other trucking put company does. in the extra does. time, man. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I just had to draw the line and do what's best for myself. Cause I wasn't a bad place mentally.
0: Good for you, man. Good for you for doing that. Good for you for recognizing that because it's hard to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a good feeling to go backwards. But I think that we mistake in those moments of feeling like we're going backwards. And in reality, it's it's kind of a part of I part of the process. I, I had a conversation like this with my one of my other friends too, who's who's struggling with with putting feeling like this 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 guy's putting in all this time and all this effort into something and seeing other people get the easy route and you know. Comparing yourself to what the picture should be and there's not that. That shouldn't no. be a fucking thing. No, right?
2: everybody has their own time frame. And I mean, that's a whole other topic I kind of got. I used to be like, I mean, I'm very addicted to my phone. Yeah. Social media is like a very bad thing for your own mental stability. Mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore, but that's like a perfect topic. I used to find myself comparing myself to where other people are in their lives and being like man why can't why don't i have that house like why don't i have that car why don't i have why don't i make that guy's money like i work my ass off and i'm Mm -hmm. not there why and i mean honestly not everybody's dealt the same hands of cards you know like that the other thing with social media is too is like you don't know if that guy started from the dirt he could have started with half a million dollars from his parents or something like that his dad could have owned a company that he started a trucking company was hauling his material for and that's how he got started like you don't know any of that stuff you just know what the story that that person tells you
0: 100 dude yeah it's a it's a fucking struggle and a half i still struggle with it i'll yeah. be honest i don't i want to be i want to be just I, I don't care about other people's opinions necessarily of me but like I have this picture of what I want to be in life and where I want to like go. Mm -hmm. And at one point that was what other people were doing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I wanted everything that everybody else was doing and had not knowing the process that they went through to get there, Mm -hmm. you know? But now, now it's shifted for me to like, bro, I've been through so much fucking shit, so much stupid, stupid stuff. In a such a short span of time mm-hmm. that like I realize that it's it's not easy to do any of it. No matter what route you're taking, no matter what you're doing, there's it's it's all fucking hard. It is. And the people that made it, the people that are successful, generally are gonna go through that shit. And if they haven't and they didn't yet. They fucking will.
2: Mm-hmm. Murphy's It'll well. happen, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Something can't go wrong; it will go wrong. Yeah. yeah. My that's dog's a, name is Murphy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's me. I'm not like the most op- I like to consider myself a realist, not an optimist. But
0: sure, sure. I'm a. I'm. I'm pretty much the opposite. Yeah. I'm like delusionally optimistic. Yeah. Well, that is good. actually on our brand of coffee that's, behind you, because good. I like. I think that my man growing out of it a little bit i would say i'm a little bit more calculated in what i do now but for the most part man, because like, you've learned yeah yeah it comes with growth yeah but for i am not sure. fuck bro i would be like someone would be like oh you should try this i'm like
2: fuck it okay yeah you know what i mean sounds like a good idea let's do it yeah and then it shits the bed and then you're like I'm okay like, well that's nah, no. fine <laughs> yeah it'll be okay <laughs> Yeah, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just to some extent you got
0: to fucking realize that it's not like you, there's a reason for something. You got to like, you got to be a little bit more calculated. You can't you do. just, you can't just fucking constantly make dumb, nasty decisions. <laughs> I don't know. Or just, no, you're not wrong. I don't know. It's, it's not, there's nothing wrong with being like taking risks, but, and I'm a large risk taker, but I think at some point it's, there has to be a line where you have to realize that, that not everything is worth that and you have to think a little bit harder uh maybe your second your second fuck up fuck it up once mm-hmm. <laughs> second time no i like think better. i
2: think fuck ups are good because you won't learn without failure you know
1: are you gonna scale what are you gonna do so that's you guys talk about like employees and stuff my <laughs> he's goal, like i don't want any part of this so <laughs> my my goal this year was to in um I dream about it a lot is you talk about scaling and stuff. And I have mm-hmm. this picture of what this company looks like in like five years. I like it where it's like, I'm just, I'm that boss where it's everybody loves coming to work every day. I'm not, an, I'm not an asshole. Like everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Like the customer service is great. And then I'm just doing all the legwork like, and making their life easy. Bro. I got some great questions <laughs> for this. Great questions. That's, because the end goal, and this is, I say this now, and it could change, but end goal is to, like, really hit catering hard, and I want to get into catering, and I want to have these, like... Do it, man. Massive fucking parties. Like, one of the guys that I talked to is on, like, my knife team. I can help you with my, that, too, my, by my the way. team. I will. I yeah. have some
0: good ends on that, on that industry.
1: Yeah, so he, he's on my knife team. He was just on the barbecue show, I talked to him all the time about scaling, and this dude, fucking 2,500 people, catering events. Damn. It's, like, it's fucking huge. That's it's massive, huge. where dude. I talked about yeah. like, that stuff, and it's... All contracts in hand where it's like, okay, once that's in place, like, you know what you can spend for your overhead and for Mm -hmm. employees and stuff. And me trying to figure that out with people doing events and, like you say, you want to be a good boss and you want to keep them consistent. Yeah. And barbecue is just, in my opinion, like, you see a lot of places around here that they don't really stay around very long. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, for me, in comparison to, like, for Mexican food, like, I love barbecue a shit, obviously, a shit ton. But... I can out eat Mexican food over barbecue where it's not really an all the time thing for me. And I think, I don't know if it's just because it's costly because it is like beef right now is wild Mm -hmm. and it's still going up. Vegetables are going up too. everything's going up obviously. But to stay consistent with that business with with so many people, whether they're business accounts with like corporate companies or independent people, it's really difficult to scale that with the, the labor and stuff with it where it's, I think about that a lot and it's, it would be difficult in the volume you have to do to give somebody a 40 hour work week for catering. Like it's big, yeah. big numbers. It's, you know, it's events multiple times a week, big events where do I want to take somebody away from something they thought was a good thing? Now they rely on me mm-hmm. as the owner, the salesman and everything else where I don't know if that's going to happen this year. As far as even for like the meal prepping side where I have these wild weeks where I would rather work my twenty hour days because I sometimes I don't sleep, man. I'll prep all night, I'll cook all day. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It's just because like the crane world, like You're used to it. Yeah, and that's that's the the good side about like blue collar stuff is I can say that those guys will fucking outwork
0: anyone. Everybody. Yeah, they just do. And it's, a wild it's industry. just it's just
1: what it is. When I have those weeks where it's like it would really be nice like to have pulled the trigger and found somebody like at least part time, consistent twenty hours a week, and like my my idea on that is, I would sign a, a contract for an employee where it's Excellent. I'm going to hold myself accountable sure. because that's what a business owner should do. Yeah. To whatever, I'll take one. Um,
2: you good. You can have that. Yeah. Go for it. we okay,
1: well, have <laughs> it. With uh, where he, if he has schooling or whatever, and whether I have twenty hours for him or not he can assume that he's going to get this yeah. check and it's all, you know, can fire back on me if I don't give it to him, essentially, where there's a contract in place where now I'm holding myself accountable. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to justify having that. And then even, like, you're saying, like, for medical, like, everybody has kids, you mm-hmm. know, where offering that, like... You don't no, have to it's offer not.
2: it, but it's not fucking cheap. And a lot of, a lot of people want it. That's, oh, yeah, for sure, Especially bro. if yeah. you're...
1: And that's... If I want to have somebody that's, you know, 40 hours away from... And, and pay them well with mm-hmm. their family like I would mm-hmm. like to offer that yeah that's a good bonus to I've, a, I, I, I've always to gotten it I don't want to work for somebody yeah I've always gotten it yeah you me know? too that's
0: so I love I love this dynamic right now because you are in a phase with your business that I feel like I've been at and I'm curious with where your mindset is and what it is like I'm going to ask you a question one What do you think is going to be the biggest struggle that you would ensue? Like, if you could envision having an employee, what do you think the biggest (laughs) struggle
1: is going to be for you? Consistency. 100%. Okay. Long-term consistency. Yeah, attendance.
0: And you said you have a vision. By consistency being people showing up or you being consistent?
1: I think just the workload of these people like companies not spending the money. If I have whatever accounts and they're not wanting these monthly parties where they're scaling back where everybody else is kind of not spending that money mm-hmm. or meal prepping kind of takes a dive or the cost of things keep going up. And I'm trying to hold my prices and I hit this, whether it's a magic number where the two turns into a three or a four or whatever, and people aren't interested. Yep. And then now I have this person weird, that, dude. because it's true. Like them num- like numbers, that's a thing, dude. It's a he,
0: the the biggest struggle I think that we go through is or that you go through, which I think you're at is you're at this phase right now where, and I'm not a fucking wizard by the way either. This is just my personal assessment on where, what I think. You go through this phases, and I, I I'm still going through it, where you're growing to a point where it's unattainable for you to keep doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. but it's also unattainable for you to hire somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: even for They have pretty much 50-50 custody of, like, my, of Nora, Mm -hmm. and everybody has this idea that they need their meals on, like, the days that I have Nora, where it's, like, I push as much as I can, and I have so many, like, grateful, I love the customers that I do that are very consistent, that Mm -hmm. I've had that, like, personal talk with them, it's like, hey, like, this is my time I have Nora, blah, 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 like, would you do, like, the days I don't have her? Oh, for sure, no problem, but they understand Thursday to Thursday is still a Monday to Monday where that's that's just their day and their schedule, which yeah. works. And like I work so fucking hard the days leading up and cooking and throwing down and making sure I can fit in as many people, push as many people up as I can mm-hmm. until I have Nora. And then I still have some to do, which I that's when I've drivers and stuff that really help out for that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's 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 hard when I have like the inconsistent like weeks or around holidays it's mm-hmm. a flip-flop where i can't justify somebody who messages me that wants you know a, a full cut of brisket for 10 people well i yeah. can't hold i can't hold that price point
0: not only that like
1: for a 12 pound
0: saying no to people is really fucking hard bro
1: and I, that's where like i hold <laughs> yeah, my leg out to sometimes mm-hmm. like that that's where i hold my minimums of like this is what i want to do for like this cut for a minimum and that's if somebody else who's a legitimate bigger barbecue company could yeah. eat that up like that's just not where i'm at like that's for sure i accept that that's where my path is and that's awesome that they can do it like
0: so what's your what's your plan so how are you going to hire someone what how, what? i know that i know you got something in your head you're so like this is way, what i'm gonna do
1: the way i see you asked me earlier about is like all my customers are they super consistent and some i have them ac- across the board i've mm-hmm. done uh bodybuilders i've been doing for eight months straight where it's I'm all this big unit's been eating for the last, you know, <laughs> big unit. Yeah. <laughs> no, like and that. they are the big guys. Yeah, and right. I have the ones that are like, want to just try it out. And like, I think a lot of that too is it's either the price point that they can't kind of keep doing, which I totally understand, you know, like mm-hmm. meal prep services aren't a are cost or can be costly, especially if you're eating the same exact thing. My menu is what menu is. You right. Know, people like a, a variety. And, um fuck what was I saying? Uh or it's a um fuck. I don't know, you kinda of got off topic it. there. You we know were talking I know. about
2: yeah, what your gro- ideas were for growth.
1: So my I'm letting kind of things grow how they're growing and I market and I talk to everybody that I can and I let everybody know what I'm offering mm-hmm. wherever I go. You know, I ask about advertisements. I have a lot of nice laminated menu copies that I put up everywhere, wherever I go. Right. You know, I have little mini easels that fit my business cards, you know, cute little things. And some people like it. Um, I'm in a couple of doctor's offices, a chiropractor downtown too, that, um, uh, tries my stuff and he likes it and he's going to start putting my stuff out. There Bring with. me some. Okay. <laughs> 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 and my kind of, I, with how things are going is if i get enough people that want it sometimes it will be in all the time okay for for consistency and that's that's just i don't know i don't know this line of work i don't know this business at all like i said i came from running cranes you know like i don't know anything and i'm just letting things grow but i'm doing everything that i can to Kind of be that catalyst to continue sure. to go the path so that's just, going. So you're just
0: taking the ride, and you're going to ride the the solo train as long as you can. Is what I'm gathering.
1: Uh, pretty
2: much probably until it gets to the point where you feel like you're you like I'm just well, so that's like overloaded. I was saying that, that busy
1: month that I had. I'm like, man, like, this <clears> makes a lot of sense to have somebody full time. And then I've had a lot of months where this makes a lot of sense to have somebody part time. Yeah. So even having a contract with somebody part time at the end of the year, mm-hmm. it gives me hope for. The years to follow where yeah. we can kind of look at things differently and say okay like i have more of a, a track record of kind of what the pattern's been for you know whether you'll hear pnl or you want to look at meals
0: mm-hmm. meals
1: ordered you know where it just needs to make more sense to have somebody to like i said to pull them away from what they have going on
0: can i give you some advice on th- things that i've learned i'm all for it what have you got dude i i have uh I've been through this battle for a really long fucking time of like trying to scale with employees and trying to do like scaling a business is one of the most difficult, like taking that like next level. We'll just call it a level up. Sure. Which is going from a single entrepreneur and working by yourself to working with two people to 10 people to 20 people like each one of those steps is an uncomfortable leap. Like, it doesn't fucking make sense yet. You know what I mean? And something that I think that people don't understand is that, you know, you hear hear these people who, like, we'll just call it something that I'm sure you guys have heard, which is staff for what you want to make. Realistic staff for how much business. If you want to make 10 G's a day, Mm -hmm. staff for 10 G's a day. Mm -hmm. And you have to be willing to commit and go for that. There's some merit to that. Oh, yeah. 100%. But there is I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that is my philosophical reason or, or rhyme for this this model that I have. But I will tell you that one thing I've learned is that don't ever take yourself out of the picture completely. What you want to do, you're going to find someone which is a needle in a fucking haystack that. Start fucking digging somewhere. <laughs> Somebody that wants to join the join the road with you. Yeah. And I would say the best way that I've found to go about things as far as trying to get people enticed to want to work with you or for you is have a collective goal. Yeah. And I that is growing a business or or the end goal of like whatever you want it to be and say, Hey, this is my pitch. This is what I want to do. I'm not there yet. I'm telling you, be honest with you. I can only pay you twenty hours a week. Mm-hmm. But you find that guy and you you tell that guy everything you fucking know. You're gonna to have to do it ten fucking times, by the way.
1: No, and I'm on th- literally like two or three times of this one. There's one guy, and <laughs> and that's kind of you're you're 100 right. And I've, I, it's not like even like an ego thing for me where it's like we have a similar goal. The difference is he doesn't want to do it professionally. Mm. So it's he has a really good really good thing, family man, and that's a lot if you have multiple kids to ask some guy where it's like, hey man, like you want to sell barbecue yeah you know and trying to paint this what i have like my dream of what things can be to this guy who's making you know 130 140,000 dollars a year mm-hmm. and he's set like he's good like that's he's happy you know like that's just what it is but when you see what they do for like that craft on their own time it's like yeah i need that yeah yeah all i can do is What's it's, up, man? How's dude, your day going, gotta dude? It's got to be fucking tough for you
0: because, like, look the thing about my industry, your industry, there's theres 40 fucking people lined up
1: out the door ready to go, mm-hmm. you know, that we could hire on. Yeah. You don't have that. It is. It's in. I don't want to say it's like a, a hard craft to really learn. It's the lack of wanting to learn it from a lot of people mm-hmm. is what it is, where there is no, there's no real instructions, there's temperatures-ish. You need to find you a carter. Yeah, there's just it's, it's <laughs> seasoning. Too. I'm proud of that guy
0: by the way. You guys don't know, like this, this dude came in here like he was like walked in the door and he was like what do you want me to do?
2: I'll do whatever. How old are you? Just started at 16, dude. Yeah. I was just say like that's good though. That's He's a awesome. baby,
0: but he yeah. was like he came in knowing nothing and like we learned together and we're still figuring it out together. Yeah. But like he knows I don't want anybody else doing that job.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He talked to both of you guys. That mm-hmm. was on purpose, by the way. I wanted to talk to you. But <laughs> I said, you know what? You got to learn, <laughs> harder <kid. laughs> Out the nest to go. <laughs> go. Go. This is the first time. You guys are the first awesome. people that we made that leap with. Yeah. But it's a part, of, I think, something that, like, you have to understand as a business owner, you like, I, again, I wanted to, I put that faith. I put that trust in him that he was going to communicate with you guys, Mm -hmm. certain things that I needed him to communicate with you, set up the time, set up whatever. That was all him, bro. I had nothing to do with that. I said, I'm here for the fucking ride Threw my hands up. Here we go. It's good. And we'll learn from it. You know, we'll figure out what, what we could have done better. But that I feel like is that that's gotta be fucking tough for you, man.
1: It it is. It's, it's difficult for like you. With I think anybody trying to start something is finding somebody on board that understands the mission. And when they say understand the, yeah. the shit fucking side of everything of, the, the the profit losses month to month to month, and you know not letting, your guys's friendship get in the way of that, and mm-hmm. you know
2: not only I understand but what I feel you, like that somebody that, I feel like people not everybody, but most people like your business is your baby, right? Like it's your dreams. It's your goal. It's your blood, sweat and tears. And like, it's hard to find somebody that in reality is going to look at it the same way you look at it. Mm -hmm. Right. That's going to want to put in the same effort as that. It's going to be held to the same standards that you hold your business as. And I think that's what's really hard about what it comes down to finding that person is like, you have to find somebody that's interested in, your business like it's their baby too
0: how do you guys think what do you guys think about hiring family and friends and or working with family and friends and how do you separate like is it possible
1: i i think that it's all a level playing field if if they don't have the vision that you think they do there's no need no reason to even do business with them i've had um not gonna name which family members, but people that have like want to do things together where it's like like it sounds nice, but I'm not I've known you my entire life. Like I don't see the drive in your half and mm-hmm. how you've lived the last X amount of years. And that's just that's just what it is. Josh? I think uh I mean it depends on what kind of
2: person you are. I'm down for hiring family and friends or doing business with family and friends, but at the end of the day, you have to separate business and personal relationships with that person. I say
1: it's the beginning of the day. that's that's my difference. It's beginning of the
2: day, end of the day. I don't like I don't care if you want to go. Like, this is shitty, but I don't care if you want to go take your kid to dinner or something like that, and you had already planned on working, you should have gave me a heads up. If you would have gave me a heads up, it would have been fine, but now you're trying to bail on work, and that's not cool. Like, I don't care. Just because you're my family or just because you're my friend doesn't mean you get to show up to work late, and it's okay. Like, that's not okay. You still have a responsibility to be here, and that's... I don't care at the end of the day, like, you are my coworker, or Mm -hmm. you are my employee. Like you have respons- responsibilities and standards that you need to be held accountable for. And if you can't do that, then buy. And then you get into the topic of, is that person mad at you or not? Well, I hope that person is adult enough to be able to realize that they probably could have been doing better and it just wasn't going to work. You know, if they want to be mad at you for that reason, as long as it was a legit reason, like, if you fired the guy for some bullshit then he probably has the right to be mad at you yeah, but if he was showing up late to work if he wasn't doing what you're asking him to do while you're paying him to do it like there's an issue and if you were warnings in place and you got rid of that person like they need to understand okay I fucked up
0: yep it's the hardest thing dude family i i I don't I don't know so I have that I have family that works for us now I have had friends that worked for me and almost every single time it sours a relationship sours my Ruins it. and I, this has happened now will be four times and i wouldn't say every time it's soured it depends on the individual but majority of the time if the person isn't you know willing to separate the work life balance or work-friendship-family-balance
2: mm-hmm. thing. It gets sour, dude. Well, some people feel entitled, like, you know, they deserve this or yeah. more pay or more or days off or whatever. Or even get whatever. away with something. Yeah. Like, I mean, I always go back to showing up late because it's something a lot of people do. Like, a tent for me... <laughs> attendance is a big thing. Yeah. Like, even for myself. I mean, we weren't supposed to be here till six, but I was here at like five, forty five or something like that. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to, I just don't show up late to places. I don't know.
0: I feel stressed if I don't.
2: That's me. It's like, yeah. if I'm running late, I'm and I know early, I'm going to be good. I'm hauling ass. Like it's, if you're early, you're never late. It's mm-hmm. always better to be early than late. And, uh, my last driver that I had was a friend of mine. And I mean, we're, chill we're good i mean i went about i technically like i mean i guess you could say lay him off i mean i didn't fire him Mm -hmm. i didn't even really lay him off i mean we had this conversation we had a conversation back in like november december right because you have to renew your insurance and registration and stuff annually and the renewal was like 15 grand so i was like if stuff keeps going at this rate i don't know if i'm gonna renew because it's a big chunk of money and stuff's just been in the shitter you know and he was like yeah man like i understand but i told him i "I know a lot of people like i know a lot of people that have companies i know a lot of people that own big businesses i'm like i will get you a job like you will not be jobless you you were up front with him oh i was yeah i was like hey this is so do you think
0: you you think uh the opposite end of that people when people aren't upfront and honest with
2: people 100 really sour. I like transparency like yeah. I don't care like if you have a problem with me or something that I'm doing I want to hear it mm-hmm. I want you to tell me because how am I supposed to change how am I supposed to combat that or like uh going with less of work like I don't want to be blindsided as a person like is it shitty to hear yeah as a boss is it shitty for me to tell an employee that yeah but like I'm giving him a heads up. I'm letting him know. So just he just doesn't get blindsided. I don't come in out of nowhere and like, hey, shit's bad. You need to go.
0: How transparent were you when you were, when the finances were shit?
2: Oh, I, mean, I told him, like, we're losing money. I'm watching the bank account decline every month. Like, it's going down. Like, I have enough money to keep the ship afloat for quite some time at the rate we're going down. Because, like, I'm pretty big with numbers, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, but, I mean, if this shit doesn't turn around, you know, I'm going to have to go back down because like the cost of just the owner is so littler like i'm keeping <laughs> it's it's drastically bro, drastically it's substantially yeah. smaller like i could have went a couple years mm-hmm. just me as an owner not working you know but you yeah. put an employee in there that's and where you're just get, talking about your overhead it's yeah you get the overhead pump. and it's yeah and it's a lot going on and i told him and you know, we, I ended up renewing because we picked up like a contract that was a decent contract that was a few months worth of work. So I told him, I was like, oh, man, this just kind of got us a few months. Mm-hmm. At least we could ride this next few months off. Yeah, we didn't make a bunch of money, but like at least we were staying afloat and putting some money back. And then <clears throat> it didn't get any better at the end of that three months. And I had told him like, hey, if this shit doesn't turn around at the end of the three months, I'm probably just going back down to one truck. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I understand you got to do what you got to do. But like I said, I told him, like, if you want, I will line you up with another job. Here's five jobs. Pick one. And, you know, we got to the end of the three months. Shit didn't get better. He ended up picking one of the jobs. And he went to go work for that person. And then I went back down to one truck.
0: I envy you guys. I really do. (laughs) I envy (laughs) you. Why's that? (laughs) Because your industry is just so much
2: different
1: than mine. Yeah. and that's fucking polar opposites, bro. Mm-hmm. And even that was so much more as like a business owner, which is fucking great to do to somebody where they give them a, options. Mm-hmm. You know, that they can kind of fall back on, which is great.
2: And that just depends on what kind of person you are, too. You know, like there's a lot of people that wouldn't have said shit to their employee, I and mean, they sure, would have just bro. been like, "Hey, man, we don't have work. See you later." Yeah. But I'm not gonna do that. I can't do that. Dude, to me, I feel like
0: you can't. You can't. I don't know, man. There's. It's just so fucking hard to be able to give perspective to people.
2: It is, especially when they're not in your shoes. Like as an employee, you can see, you know, what's going on on the outside, but like you don't see really what's going on on the inside. You don't see all the other little things. It's
0: like, I think, I think I'm realizing to be honest with you that nobody, nobody's ever going to fucking get it and that's okay. You know, it's okay that nobody's ever going to get it or get your your perspective or understand you. And that's not doesn't need to be this expectation. What happened? Did somebody fart or something? It's like, why are all these flags
2: coming <laughs> Two around? Two of bro? them now. I know they can't. Like, Where's they weren't the here wall, 20 minutes dude, ago. We somewhere. went, like,
0: so much time. But, no, man, I feel like there's, there's this constant need to, like, provide perspective and clarity to people. And then uh, to the struggle that I run into now is, like, I feel like I can't communicate with everybody at one time. You know, like we have this like big open forum, like we're at a point now where like we have so many employees that I can't even fit all of them in a group chat.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's what, how the fuck my, I, I, ha- I had to create like, or go find a a program that allowed me to be able to communicate with them mm-hmm. via an app that they had to download, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the the struggle that I run into now, I feel like that is is the only difference is like the level at which I try to communicate that stuff with, there's always like five or six people now who like don't fucking get it. Mm -hmm. Like don't understand that perspective of what Mm -hmm. it is that you're going through or what it that is you're doing. And then you reach the fear of like, okay, when you're on at a certain level or a scale, like you can't, those people leave, you're fucked. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Well, that's the, one of the toughest, one of the toughest things about business is staffing a hundred percent. Cause you get to the point, like it's one thing making the work and getting the work, but then you get to the point where you need an employee now you have the work and you got the employee, but then you lose the employee and then you're like, Oh shit. Hey guys, like your meals that were supposed to be here in two days are now two weeks out. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's to that point where, you know, it gets down to, I'm sure that's not how it goes. No, but I got, (laughs) I got something for that. Yeah. And it's (laughs) like, it gets down to the point where like, you could be like a lot of other companies where they don't say Dick. They're just like, oh, we'll just write it out and wait for this guy to say something. And maybe we could send his meals out before he says anything or, you know, but then you risk your reputation and your reputation now is everything because you got Google, you got Yelp, you got Facebook and like. It's all a fucking facade, bro. Dude, it is. a big old lie. And you're, (laughs) yeah, and you're, and well, that's what it is because it's, you know, it's your word versus somebody else's word. And it's like that person might, um, a person from the outside looking in that sees this about a company versus a customer doesn't get both sides of the stories and they might believe that person or that person might be talking out of their ass and over exaggerating. Mm -hmm. But like at the end of the day. you got to make sure that your reputation stays good because one person could tarnish your reputation and just literally ruin your business if you don't have a village backing you up, you know? No doubt. You ever had anybody say they were super unhappy with your product?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's never... It's it's a and it's obviously like a preference you know or yeah somebody, food's fucking subjective yeah what it is, is. Somebody exactly could, I like so olives I, and you might not I, yeah yeah and I probably take it harder than I should yeah When then I like replay. Well, it's you take
2: pride in your work so that's a good thing yeah yeah for sure. so
1: but I look back of like okay what what happened that day that process whatever and it's like that was good like yeah. that was great you know because I sample stuff I obviously and temperatures are always. Pretty much the exact same all the time. But it was fucking chicken breast where a guy blocked me. <laughs> he blocked you? Yeah, and then so <laughs> you made this dude some chicken breast and he so fucking blocked this you. This is this is the story. So it was a, a buddy who who loved who loved Guy <laughs> blocked me, bro. Yeah, so it was one of my buddies who uh, he just put, a, put an order today actually. Uh, going up to Tacoma and also oh, this must have been a word of mouth deal. Word of mouth. Yeah, okay, okay. So okay. he he ordered food. Based off of this guy's like suggestion, sure, and he got his food and loved the tri-tip, and the chicken was dry, dry. He's never had chicken this dry; it was <laughs> desert dry. I'm like, he <laughs> said desert, desert dry. dry. <laughs> so, and he told my he's a, he's a good buddy, and he told him he screenshots the message and sends it to me, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this motherfucker, what the fuck? So I was like, hey man, so and so told me this blah 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 like i'm you know like i was just trying to have a conversation like hey i'd love to get another set out and that's what yeah. it was like no questions asked like hey I'm, i'll send emails out tomorrow and they'll rev sure. the next day yeah and n- crickets so then my my buddy wow. sent me another one and he was like you told that motherfucker to to message me and he's like no i didn't and he was like why fucking block this dumbass like trying to yeah and i'm like all right, man. Like all, like this is all I can do, dude. is give you some another. What was I supposed to chance? do? Exactly. And it was the. It was so fucking. Guy childish. just sounds like a scrooge. And he told me that that was that could have been the situation. He's like, this guy is just, just a prick. That guy, yeah. Yeah, he's just
2: a prick. And some can't make everybody can't, happy. You no, know? you can't. Yeah, but you can try. You know, you can do your best to try to make everybody happy. But that's what like stuff, I do. Do you know, I just send him
1: a package to his ad- address? <laughs> Uh, you, uh, <laughs> no at that point because <laughs> uh, what i think
2: about that point what do is, you do in
1: that situation when you're
2: well what i think about that at that point is like okay you chalk it as a loss that guy's upset with your product yeah, probably, right yep. whatever if he puts you on blast that's different you could go and you could defend yourself mm-hmm. but usually your product speaks for itself so if this guy goes and puts you on blast you got 10 homies in the background saying dude i don't know what you're
1: talking about and, stuff is and that's, always what good. that's what he said he's like dude this is the best chicken i've ever had from yeah. that company and wow. at that,
2: I think at that point you just chalk it up at a loss and go about your day. And, and this and, guy is just a prick, and he's not going to be. Happy. And you
1: know, obviously dealing with customers where you sometimes you just can't make them happy, and that's where I was like, no, and I'm sure with I'm coffee, all, I'm going to think about this, and that's it. I'm giving it no more time. I mean,
2: I'm pretty picky that's, about my coffee myself,
0: dude. So. It is 100 percent the hardest thing in the world to deal with is when somebody tells you that they're that when they're what what I would call just like an unfixable issue. Like man, I've had f- most of the, like a, k- a few of those, most of them I can, I can handle, I can fix easily. I'll, I'll throw gift cards. I don't give a shit. Like whatever I have to do, if you, I'll give you a refund, I'll even give you some money. Like there's been times where people came in. We like, for instance, we advertised like our trays, like, you know, our, our, I don't know if you've seen, but online we do coffee flights. So we offer, I saw that. yeah, it's dope, dude. It's super cool. Well, we had a Halloween flight last year, mm-hmm. and this person comes in in like, uh, like a month later after Halloween. And I was like, "Hey, uh, we came in and we asked for these Halloween flights, and they said that you didn't have them." And she messaged me online, and I'm like, "How the f- uh, well? Okay, one, it's not Halloween anymore. Yeah. Like, we it's have a new flight." It's Thanksgiving, yeah. you know.
1: It's a turkey fight. We, I'm sorry that we <laughs> didn't have
0: that. Yeah. But she was like, "Well, your post didn't say that it ended in this date," and I'm like, well, "Fuck me!" And <laughs> like, can't like, make everybody you happy. You know, you can't. Yeah. Just, no, you can't. Sometimes you can't win. And Some and people, like, and this lady specifically, like, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't just cut her off there. I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm so sorry about this. The customer's always right. You know, let me. Oh, next she's like I had family in town They were super excited We had a list of places that we were going to go to this day And Devs was like the third place on the list no And then they were, way. we were so disappointed Because you didn't have this And I'm like in my head I'm like god damn man Like one that really bums me out Like honestly because yeah. like That sucks like it's really fucking cool That people want to come to my place
1: mm-hmm. And They built you up and then they were feel excited like it's a letdown, right? right And so, it's a man.
0: massive fucking letdown right so one, I'm disappointed, but number two, I'm like, you know, I had them like logically, I'm like, yo lady, it's fucking September 21st. Like it's not, or sorry, November, November 21st. Yeah. Like how the, it's not fucking Halloween anymore. We didn't have the eyeballs on the things. I'm sorry. Like I just don't have the stuff to make it, mm-hmm. and, but I can't say that, you know, but some point of view is this, it's this, always this in weird internal battle between like from a customer's perspective, like how would you take that and, Some of us obviously have a really hard time putting putting yourself in the other person's shoes or the customer's shoes because to me, some things are just like bluntly, blatantly like that's a no, that's a fucking given, bro. Like I'm not going to, I understand the post didn't say the first through the 31st, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's fucking Halloween. It's got ghosts on it. It's Ooh. got eyeballs. It's got <laughs> fucking called zombie land. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> should, yeah, should we have
2: clearance in November? Like what happened? Halloween turkey. You know, or so something part
0: up. of learning, part of growth. But yeah, dude, there's nothing more frustrating than than not being able to make someone happy. And it is a letdown, but you gotta chalk it up, like you said. You win something, you lose something. You just can't make people happy. and
2: mm-hmm. Some people are just miserable.
1: And they will never really
2: they just fiend on that stuff, you know.
1: We'll say one thing about feedback is I don't get enough of it. And I know that it's generally gonna be good, but it's still nice to know if something is becoming astray that it should yep. be or something, but I just don't get really Do you much. have any
0: like review service or anything that's sent out? Like uh, any email email blasts or anything
1: like that? I, that's I, I'm a message man. Yeah. I follow up with everybody, yeah. Do you? And they, they some people everything's don't. great. Thanks
0: that was a good hit
1: good some people
0: don't or like they're just like yeah yes
1: no everything was great yeah no yeah, it was good where it's not a let i think a lot of customers won't say anything yeah where they don't want to let you down let me the fuck down hard please like i yeah, give me the shit. i need that you need to, the in order to so you, you yeah, change to yeah, you can't something.
2: get better yeah. if you're not getting feedback Constructive criticism. Yes, constructive.
0: Dude, I feed off that shit. I I hope that people like Mm -hmm. tell me my shit sucks or like what I could do better, like because you can't make me mad, bro. Like you you can't disappoint me. You can't make me feel bad about myself. Like I know what I put in, and what I put in is a fucking hundred percent. And if that's not good enough, that's okay. I can adjust, but I will never be disappointed with myself because I know that I put everything that I possibly could into that product, whatever the fuck
1: it is. Or if it's like a seasoning and there's a company that is changing something or if I need to go somewhere else for my mm-hmm. for my, my rubs, like, because the rubs that I get now, let me tell you, there's a lot cheaper out there. Yeah. And I use, you know, 30 pounds every two weeks.
0: Yeah. That's a fucking lot, dude. But you want quality. I think it's important.
1: A hundred percent. That's what I mean. Like, there's like the cane sugar and it's like... Quality stuff inside of the You're really you stop fucking sugar sugar talking in. about this, bro. You're like, I'm. I'm i wish really he, dude, hungry right I
2: now. I wish he would have brought a tomahawk steak here. So that I was passing, a so, a bitch. so I was, You're a bitch. Fuck, <laughs> <But, laughs> fucking bitch, dude. It is so good.
1: It's one of my like my favorite thing. He Next makes. time we'll just put one here and we'll just. Dude, right I'm, yeah. I'm just so, so like we could have had it
2: like on that fancy cutting board, like all chopped up. Yeah. <laughs> like Salt Bay, dude. Yeah. Salt Bay, the gold flake. Yeah. Stick to your we would have just been cooking away <laughs> at it. it. Dude, it's so good. I'm, I'm fucking, fucking pumped.
0: Out. I really want to try some, man.
1: I really do. <clears throat> it's good. Yeah, everything has been it's been great. It's been good. So what's what's next for you? What's your next what's your
0: next big thing? What's your next goal? What are you working on right now? Gotta take a bath Yeah, go. Next goal, because um, it's like you, you. I think it's important to understand in business we have, we have to have these big, we have to have goals. We yeah, have so something I, that, that you're working towards. I whether still, it's,
1: I'm still so hungry to learn more about like scaling or learning about um, just business in general. Like I was strongly thinking about um, getting into like a business class and taking something part time, but the people that I've spoke to uh-huh. about that and. The ones that want to try and mentor or like don't do that like mentor you, but it's like yes, but is it how realistic is that sure. for our times to really come together? Where I would rather go somewhere and get a curriculum and homework yeah. and kind of learn that.
0: It's this battle. It's this <clears throat> battle between uh, I'm a I'm I'm very much a thinker that way. Where like and I think most people tell you that, bro, because they're in it and they understand the like you don't get what we learned from a fucking class. Yeah. And I I, never will.
1: I I do agree with that. But I think a lot of it is um, just there's a lot of basics, I think, that I don't know.
0: You know what you should do, bro? You should get some books and read some books. Like, no joke.
1: So that that was nothing, too, is getting into, like, podcasts as far as, like, books on tape or whatever Mm -hmm. and learning that stuff. Because I have a few friends that are doing, like, the entrepreneurial stuff that are doing the online and trying to... Mark themselves online and they, they do that stuff and they have, there's a few reads and I don't know the books offhand but that they say these are staples that I would for sure start with and yeah. then from there see what you liked and di- didn't like and then kind of see what else these people are putting out Dude, for
0: you. I, you, I mean, no, I won't tell you no, don't fucking go take a class but like my personal opinion is I find much more personal growth and value if it's especially if it's something you're passionate about like what it is it you're doing or business in general. Like if you can find a book or even even like i said a, a an audiobook that you can listen to while you're cooking or while you're while you whatever it is that you're doing that is the way to grow your yourself because yeah. you're like honestly there's there's too many fucking people selling all these fucking business courses and classes and like how to do whatever like youtube and a fucking library is the best teacher that you can get there no one had that back in the day you know, back in, I yeah. say back in the day, in nobody a, had that back then.
1: And a lot of that was like the multitasking is I do so much now, but instead of me going to a class, instead mm-hmm. of listening to music while I barbecue and uh-huh. prep all day and while I'm at the gym, instead of listening to music, take 50% of that away yeah. and devote that to listen to something as well. And so yeah. that's, that's just me toying with that idea of like, okay, cause i I'm, I'm so not a know it all by any means when it comes to like scaling or anything where that's, me wanting to learn more and understand, like, that's where I'm at. Like, mm-hmm. same with like the employee thing. Like, I know where I'm at right now, and that's not what I'm comfortable with doing when it comes to being able to give somebody, mm-hmm. you know, an employment and have that consistency. Or yeah. it's just I want to strive for that, and I want to have all the tools and knowledge that I can. Like, you talk about making calculations with movement. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something to, to think about as well.
0: Yeah, no doubt, dude. I think I think you want to be. Everybody wants to be calculated. Everybody wants to be fucking perfect. But you just need <clears> to, like, if you can go in, like, if, if there's something I could tell myself as somebody who, who's I've been fucking rang out twice. You know what I mean? Just like been through the ringer, too many slapped punch in the face, whatever. You've been through some shit, but something I could tell myself is that like, I would have never ever learned what I know now if I didn't get fucking smashed like on the ground, but like hit it face first 100%. and like no school or class could have ever taught me the lessons that I've learned through like failing and fucking shit up or just trying stuff. And I think, you know, if you can have it in your mind and you can understand that what you're going to do is going to have some type of failure or fuck up or it's going to be a, in in, you know, you're going to mess shit up. And that is where you're gonna really grow. And that's where you're gonna learn. That's where you're gonna find the most valuable lessons. And everybody learns differently. I get that. Like there's people that that go take courses, go make millions of dollars off of that. Like great. There's people that go read books, go take millions of millions of, or make millions of dollars, whatever. But what I'm my what I live by, I think, is my willingness to understand and know that this is a part of the process, is a part of that that growth. You're going to hire somebody, you're going to realize that it was the worst fucking decision you ever made to hire that person. You're going to hire the next person, you're going to be like, wow, this is really great. You're going to realize that that contract that you just signed was the worst fucking contract that you signed in your life. You know what I mean? Like, You're going to learn the most by just trying to do more shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Putting yourself out there. It's not like this... There's no golden book or rule, but it's just, I think... I wish something that I could have told myself was just early on, like just try more shit. Just if that doesn't work, understand that it's okay that that didn't work. Try the next thing. Just keep trying over and over and over again. Volume. That's what you want. You want volume. want be able to consume more content, like read more, like just go fucking fail, man. And because that's the sooner that you can get to that, that win, you know? And I'm not encouraging people to go, that sound dope. Go fail or fuck shit up. But <laughs> I just feel like that's. The calculator
2: out, but if you don't, go. don't like, don't lose sleep over it. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I you know. probably are. First couple. Losing sleep. We're, say, ta- we're talking about gonna, growth and learning. Yeah. You're going to the first couple of nights or whatever. But at the end of the day, like.
0: <sighs> like you're, 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 we'll just call it back movement. Mm-hmm. If you go do it again, you're going to do it completely completely different.
2: different yeah completely different but no you you couldn't a book
0: even couldn't have taught you that no like you like the experience of it sounds fucking stupid right it's like it really does man it's stupid that you want to like fail or fuck something up you know so bad but like there is so much value to it man and like I, i don't i don't want people to fail you don't want people to like Fuck stuff up, or like, I don't want that to happen to you. But like, it's almost like as a kid when you fucking put your hand on the goddamn, you know, the stove and you burn your hand, you're like, well, fuck, I'm never gonna do that again. <laughs> or the tip with your me when I was in like <laughs> second grade, <laughs> I know? did that
1: with a marshmallow over campfire, I ate it, and then I just squeezed the metal on the end. Oh, God. <laughs> you're like,
0: I'm well,
1: never don't, gonna do that again.
0: Yeah, right. It's Terrible. it's a weird ter- it's a weird psychological thing. But I Won't do it again. But I also with that like there's absolutely nothing wrong with going to do some type of, like I actually, I'm, I, I'm realizing that my, my financial aspect of my company and being able to organize my finances is something that I lack when it comes to taxes or like, like, and I've read bro, like books mm-hmm. on, on this shit. I have watched every fucking video on the internet and I've decided now that me, my wife, and a, a, a few of my other employees. We're going to go take a tax course. Like we're going to take a full on course on how to file and, you know, how to use QuickBooks and like how mm-hmm. to like do like And I'm very, very, I'm, I'm probably more proficient at that than I would say most people. But
1: I've gotten pretty good at QuickBooks. Um, I'm they still like not, not
0: good enough. But at the so, level that, that we're at, I think is not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with it. So there's another one with taking a course. I'm there, no, because
2: I fucked it up.
1: <laughs> Nothing wrong at all. Yeah, but it's also like the the how realistic is it for me to? Because I can't do, I like in college when I was doing the um, like online courses. Yeah, not for me. No way. I just have too much stuff going on in my own sure. life to like set that time aside. But if I'm there somewhere and I'm present, that's where I'm at.
0: No, I get it. It's like something like almost like your attention span. Kind of, it's it's hard to like learn it's shit. Easy Things to,
1: p- yeah. It's just easy to put down
2: the phone. Oh, for sure. You know, like you're learning something on your phone. Yeah, you're taking a class, but it's like so easy to just be like Instagram scroll. You know, what Reels, I also think though, golden retrievers.
0: You, if you have, if you surround yourself with 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 people who are dramatically more, I had, excuse me. We'll just call it better than you or wealthier than you or mm-hmm. or just where you want to be. That is, is there and, and happy being able to have conversations like we're having right mm-hmm. now, you know, uh, that's where the, that's that's where some true knowledge comes in. Too.
2: Yeah, it's a motivator. And, uh, you know, typically when people are more successful than you, they've been around the block. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like we're all pretty fresh in the grand scheme. You ever of things. feel
0: like there's like fucking diamonds, though?
2: Diamonds, as in
0: diamonds, is in the dudes that just like they didn't go through the shit that they, they just fucking walked right into it. Oh yeah, yeah. oh I yeah. Don't. You know, don't no, so?
2: no, not unless you're like anybody I know um, that I affiliate with business wise, like. You know, who knows? Maybe there is more to their backstory. But most of the people um, have went through it. Like, not saying everybody. There's a lot of people where you can look at <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, your dad was loaded. Your parents were loaded. You were just basically handed this. Like, yeah. you didn't have to go through anything because you had a mentor right there that already, this goes back to talking about, like, failure and stuff. You had somebody that already went through all the shit and you have no... Idea of failure because mm-hmm. that person already failed, and they're making sure you stay on this path
1: to yeah. success. Is exactly. that what you mean by diamond, though, is that they grew up with a silver spoon versus they grew up with a silver spoon and didn't take any knowledge with that. Yeah, silver exactly. Spoon. That's what I mean. Is is like there's just oh yeah
2: for sure. I thought you were talking about like people that started from nothing and got to something. They just had it smooth. It's um, like no fucking way. I don't think anybody. Gets to a point they're at without some sort of failure, like 100%. I don't care how calculated or something comes in the mix. I agree with that. I
1: think when you talk about like investments and other things, I feel like everybody hits this point of like if they follow this path, that path doesn't last forever for anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think whether you're an investor or flipping houses or whatever, there's always that one where you're like, that fucking sucked. Yeah. You guys want to know something cool? I fucking, uh,
0: I went to that wedding this weekend and, uh, um, this is a, this is going to be a, a point of perspective, mm-hmm. like a little bit of shed some light on, on some things. But <laughs> I went to this wedding, married this couple and, which was really cool. Shout out Jen Spencer, if you're watching. And, uh, I met this guy, his name was, uh, Trevin and this was a really small wedding, like 50 people, dude. And... I'm sitting at this table with this guy. No, nothing. I don't know anybody at this wedding, man. And just so happens, I sit with the one guy who has owned like multiple companies and is now going to run like this one recycling company that recycles plastics into diesel fuel Mm -hmm. into like four different countries. Mm -hmm. India, fucking, I don't remember what the other ones already said, but the luck of the draw put me next to this dude that was on another fucking level than me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting at this table, like this guy doesn't know what kind of fucking story I have. I've been <laughs> through some fucking shit this weekend. Yeah. You know and what then I mean? you talk to like, this guy and you're like, Oh, this guy, bro. And, and it's, it's like, I get these constant reminders, these constant, like, I don't know what you call them. Almost like, quit bitching Austin. Mm hmm. Like, there's people that have it worse, bro. Mm -hmm. There's people that have been through more shit than you. Like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I I don't feel like I have had it really bad. I'm very lucky that to have what I have and do what I do. But at the same time, like, you, some part of you wants to feel sorry for yourself. And every once in a while, you get this little reminder, like, no, man, this dude battled cancer in the middle of all of this. Like fucking somehow like had like four or five rounds of chemo like did all of this shit like and this guy sitting in front of me who looks totally normal happy as can be and I'm sitting there like I don't know he's like asking me about my life and I'm like yeah man I just you know opened and closed a pizza place last year lost like half a million dollars like
3: mm-hmm.
0: don't have any money in my name don't know how the fuck I'm gonna make it through tomorrow but uh you know we're gonna get there and I'm gonna keep pushing and this is what I got going on you know run some coffee shops. They're doing really well. And, uh, you know, like got happy kids, happy family. Everything's good. I'm like, what'd you do? He's like, hmm. let me just open my book for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. My book of fucking shit. <laughs> yep. Like it's just, it's crazy that you could think that, that, you know, in life you go through some shit, you have really, really impactful moments that are like things that you'll never forget. But, What you don't realize is that the dude next to you, you know, who's happier than you and is choosing to be happier than you and choosing to be more positive and and knowledgeable and take the leaps of, you know, faith or effort or put in the work, that dude probably had it could have had it 10 times worse than you. Mm -hmm. And man, it was weird. It was weird. I left that, that wedding thinking about the wedding, thankful for the wedding, but I'm like intrigued with this conversation with this guy who like, just dude was like, for, drew, drove a fucking Ferrari there, bro. Yeah, like just completely on another level. That I don't know. I it's, it's just it's just it's eye opening, man. <clears throat> Gotta like sometimes understand that
2: it could be worse. It could always be worse, man. It could be a lot worse. And I think uh, you know, I truly think everything happens for a reason. As cliche it is to say, like it does. everything that happens it just all depends on how you chalk it you guys up. ever had those moments as in like like why me or no nah,
0: just like where you uh i mean yes i'm with you like all had the YVs, about but like the perspective the eye openers where you 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 don't really i don't know, you don't need to bring up a specific moment but that feeling of like oh man like i need to shut the fuck up i need to get my shit together you know oh, for sure it's it's a, it's a good feeling. i think
2: i think i um I more so realized that, I mean, I'm not old, but I realized that pretty young, like, because I always surrounded myself with older people, Mm -hmm. like, up until I was about 22, 21, like, out of nowhere, I got a whole friend group that was, like, in their late 20s, and I was, like, in my early 20s, and these people are established, or they did this, or did that, and it was, like... But I don't know. I kind of am a—I wouldn't say emotionless person, but I'm a little more detached than some people. Sure, but, um, hardened, you could e- say. I guess, yeah. I mean, just yeah. It could always you cry, Josh. <laughs> Hardly, maybe a couple times a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like in all
1: honesty, yeah. Bet you. I get watery eyed often. Often, often. You you hold it back. Often, yeah.
0: I'm a little bitch, bro. I cry all the time. It's okay. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's okay. It's, dude, some about like, uh, not not all the time. I'm, that's that's an exaggeration for sure. But like, like now, dude, I have having kids and stuff like that. Nothing that like can get me teary eyed more than those fucking boys, man. I saw that picture.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, <laughs> dudes chilling on my back deck, butt ass naked, playing with fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to cry, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, fucking babies are wild. Emotions are wild. You guys want to talk about
2: aliens? Oh boy! Can we talk See, about? Aliens I, have, I don't, don't even really know. Like, like, I don't know what's going on with any of that. I haven't either. But my girl's been the like wave, <clears> the past three <throat> like, days. Do you know the government it's said we have aliens? And I'm like, so uh, like, yeah, I heard about. This it, is but. so <laughs>
0: out of whatever. And I'm, I don't. We may not even keep this in, which is fine, whatever. But like, dude to dude. Do you think that the government has, like, like, oh, how do I say this? No bullshit. Mm-hmm. You think that they've known about aliens forever? Do you think they're real? I think they are.
2: I personally think they are. And I think they've known about them for fucking probably since the 60s or 70s. You know what, you know what
0: Project Blue Book is? No. Okay. One, <laughs> Google it. Okay. Okay. Number two. It's basically this thing that states that, uh, it's, it's over the next five years from now until 2027, the government will be more or less like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like fucking, um, what does it mean when you like prep somebody for something? There's a word I'm looking for. Condition. Condition. Thank you. They're, they're conditioning. God, that was good. That was really good, bro. I was yeah. going to say a different word. <laughs> I don't know why I could have fucking think of it. Anyway, they're conditioning humans mm-hmm. for the, the real truth, which is that of that aliens have existed the entire time. It's this government project that's going on until 2027 when aliens will actually come to Earth because we fucked everything up. And that's why you see all this, like, alien shit on the fucking news, and it's all, like, relevant, it's oh, prevalent. I see. So you think
2: aliens are going to make an appearance in 2027?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: I think it's, like, very um, ignorant to say that in, I mean... That they don't exist?
1: That's a very ignorant statement.
2: I mean, look at the world, we, you know, like, not only the world, look how big the, the earth, like, earth is. Sure. And then you got the,
1: the galaxy, you know, oh, the dude, universe. You of can't like tell me that we're the we only
2: living hey, people. Elon this.
0: said something though that got me though, what? which was that he's when he was in an interview, he was talking about how he was discussing basically like one, if aliens were real, they would have been here already. Like if you think about it, if well, we, if we, if the universe truly is in fucking infinite, bro,
2: there is
0: gotta be another alien or another species out there that's capable of contacting us
2: or maybe they're here we just don't know or maybe they're already here yeah maybe they're here and we just don't
0: know so that's that's i think the most likely likely option for sure is that I bet they've been around for years we're either being watched they know i think it's more likely that of that than that they don't exist which mm-hmm. his actually i played off of that but i think his final statement was that they're they're not real he thinks that we're like a needle in a haystack. That's why he's so passionate about Mars. That's why he wants to fucking like, you know, he 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 wants to to colonize, colonize Mars, Mars yeah. because he's afraid that we're the last species.
2: Really? Yeah. Huh. It's weird. You don't think so? You think it's weird? <laughs> I think
0: I think I think he has the most logical output on it.
2: Or he's just saying like that because he knows they're bro. real because he knows he they're be. real and he just wants true. to throw us off. Deflection. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, sh- no. <laughs> a weird thing to think about, bro, yeah. though.
0: You ever look up in the sky sometimes, like you're by yourself, you look up there, up there and you're like, God, man. I actually told my friend the other day that I wanted to go to space just so I can get some perspective of how fucking little I am, you know? It's kind of crazy to think about. That's
2: just like, I mean, you go on a flight, like an airline, Mm -hmm. and you're like, you know, you're 40,000 feet up, and you're looking down, and you're just like, you know, especially as you're taking off from the airport, and you're climbing, and you're climbing, and you're climbing, and you're 40,000 feet up, you know, you're, what, that's like eight miles, eight miles in the sky. It's fucking high, And you're looking down, and you got to think about it, like, you're looking down, and you can't even see, like, the whole state of Washington eight miles up. No and you got all the united states and you got all of europe and you got just the rest of the world like it's massive mm-hmm. absolutely massive
1: and that's just we're just well that even look at like movies like independence day and yep. then when i just go back to like the crane stuff when i started building the big fucking crawlers that's when you realize how small you are sometimes when you're picking up these mm-hmm. million pounds mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's, that's a what lot. we're doing and it's like and you're, we're just these tiny ants, literally, totally. running this machine. It's that's, fucking weird.
2: That's what I like about flying. That's, like, one really thing I like about flying It's like, I don't know why, but any time I go flying and I'm up there and I look down. Gives you a little bit of perspective. It does, and it just, like, I'll look at these houses. You see, a, you see so many houses that you mm-hmm. wouldn't even know that were there because ah. you can't see them from the road. And you see these houses and you go, like, I wonder what these people do. And then you see this place over here and you go, oh. And then, you know, if you really want to get into it too, you start thinking like that person that has that place, like I wonder what they went through in life to get to where they're at today. And you just see I mean, you just see so much different stuff from when you're up there and you really are just, I don't know, it's really relaxing and it's really a cool thing to go do.
0: It's a realization of how truly... Like small-minded we are,
2: though, as well. Yeah, and really, how small your problems are mm-hmm. compared in the grand scheme of things. Oh, no doubt, dude.
0: Yeah, but you like look at that, and you're like, man, I only think in my bubble. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like your instance where you're talking about, like, it's fucking, it's tough, bro. But you, we're thinking like, yeah, this big. So man, there's so much around us.